like all like the other guys you're like that's why with the like, social media younger people right now a lot of them are just they get on steroids so young because you're seeing all these people photoshop things or they look huge and they're like oh i've never taken any drugs and you train for eight ten years and you're seeing very minimal progress and then you look at these guys and they're like oh one year transformation and they're just like uh, 30 pounds heavier yeah i never took your bullshit the guy that just added me he's like at home workouts and he's way bigger than, he's bigger than seth and he's got all these pictures of steroids and shit. seth looks like an action figure dude like he looks like if you bought like a superhero action figure that's Wait, what one of them wrestlers like. or whatever, like, like a the whole WWE wrestler, like doll, like yeah, action figure. I got. I used to have. Well, I still do. They're in my basement. They're like big Hulk figures. There's like one of them, and then I have big Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle ones. The Hulk one looks exactly like Seth. Like, <laughs> just fucking. <laughs> I was showing. I'm like Ben. Ben's like, I really like doing leg leg days. I'm like, I fucking hate doing mm. legs. Uh, you, you, you ever you ever see Seth's legs? Yeah. He's like, no. I'm like, look at this picture. Dude. Oh my god, his calves are like <laughs> as big as my head. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen? He does a he does a cart. He's one of his videos is like cardio and abs or whatever, and like that's what he attributes his calves to is the stair stepper. He gets out of his pickup truck to walk into the gym, and he's like, calves a day, motherfucker. You look at his calves, and they're just like, you're like, what the. He's got like a tricep V on his cap. Oh, it's they're giant, and his his quads. I don't know how you well, tons of drugs, but like his and his work ethic to do that. Because you look at other people, they're not, they don't have that size like separation and shit that he gets. What's he mean when he says he has rice sandwiches like rice peanut butter jelly? Sandwich? Rice cakes. You ever have a rice cake? Okay. Yeah, he, it's one of them, and then he puts, like, peinot butter jelly. Instead of that's, bread. <laughs> that's his snacks, yeah. <clears throat> Into I, the I mic. Used, I used to, I used to eat a ton. Don't forget about that. I, used, I can turn it, your thing up, otherwise, the sensitivity. Mm-hmm. You can try it. Should be better, maybe. So that that hole that Kyle's cutting, it's not yeah. just weeds; it's millet from the year before that he planted. It must have spread. So he said there's tons of big duck in there. Like right behind his house. Yeah. Like there's that. water underneath it. Oh yeah, he said there's. I'm like, we drive the forward. There's at least 14 inches of water in here. I'm like, ah, that's all right. He's like, I don't think we should touch it till regular season. I'm like, get that hole open, dude. There'll be teal there in the morning for sure. Yeah. I kind of want to just go. It's so close. and You guys are going there tomorrow? We're thinking about it. I should. Oh, I should just. Maybe, I think we should hunt it in the morning and cut it open after. I don't know. Bubba said they seen a ton today, but they didn't even brush in. They just sat in their boat they i think they got three but he said they he seen, said seen a ton flying around yeah he said that on the other side of the lake there's like 80 shots <laughs> so you're probably right they're probably back and there's only two other trucks in the parking lot so it had to be a big group or they were like, well there's some private blinds yeah. down there 
Oh, here we go. What do we got? We got some Ledrock Distillery. This is the, the smoky bourbon. And that combination of... Which bottle is Some it? Black Rifle Coffee. Second one in. The second one in? Well, tell everybody what we're doing. This will be interesting because I know you guys don't sip and it's very strong. Take like a little bit so you like, you get the mouth sweats basically. So, let me let Chris out quick. I'd be good with some Coke. I don't know about fucking sipping that though. It's only one shot. <clears throat> Better just take the shot and be done with it. <laughs> That's, if you don't, yeah, we could do that too. <laughs> uh, we have. I get the smoky from it though. Yeah. That's what. So I tried like three or four other ones before I tried this one. I think I tried this one last before the moonshine. And that was what, like, I'm like, holy shit. It was so. I had like a little shooter of it and it was, you could really tell it. It was way different than all the other stuff. So we have. Three bottles of bourbon, a bottle of moonshine that I put your dad's root beer candies in. I think there's like 16 little candies in there. So I'm, that one, you guys are going to like that one, I think. And then uh, one bottle of scotch, Highland Park, 12 year. And we're taste testing. Taste testing, and we got the coffee to mix it. Did you, like... I remember the one day after our, one of our duck hunts with Bubba, we had coffee and the cigar. Yeah. Did you remember how mm-hmm. they're like, so you do like the pairings because like each notes will kind of like, sometimes they really blend well and sometimes they're like, they just like, so a cigar, if it has like a peppery taste and you have the bourbon, sometimes it'll really bring out like that peppery taste in the cigar or like it'll, if you smoke the cigar and then drink the coffee, sometimes you'll get a ton of different flavors from the coffee that you did not like when you just sip it by itself we had a, a hazelnut coffee an arabic coffee and the, i think we all had the same cigar it was that 1875 mm-hmm. i think it tasted like blueberries and just like ton it was insane yeah, i remember asking you i'm like is this like a flavored coffee and you're like no it was just black coffee and i'm like it tastes like blueberries. And all of a sudden, Bub was like, yeah, it does. It tastes like blueberries. I'm sure shit. Like, it would, like, wear off, and then you'd, like, smoke the cigar a little bit, and then be right back. Like, it had to been, like, mi- how you mixed it together. Like That was a good pairing. We were trying to just do, like, well, we just wanted coffee and then cigar in the morning. and then Yeah, we cooked up some eggs. That was fun. I'd, we'll get, we got to do that shit more often. Usually in the fall, that's my favorite. I, I think we should do a podcast after the hunt and talk about the hunt and stuff. And then we can, if we have like any footage of it, be able to watch it up on the TV. Some days in the fall after the hunt, I just sit, drink coffee, and watch duck hunting for like till like noon, <laughs> for like two hours after. Take a little nap, get up. I love naps. Now I could do some yard work, like fall yard work. <laughs> yeah, naps. you had like six of them today. <laughs> Three. Three. 
I specifically woke up at four o'clock to take a nap later <laughs> at seven. I love naps, but I wake up miserable. I'm like, oh, it is hard to wake so up. much. Oh, I just think it's hard to wake up. I want to keep sleeping. That too. <laughs> yeah, that's like, especially if it's winter time. Like, ah, I'll just stay here all day. Yeah, when there's nothing to do. If you take bigger sips, the smokiness is really... Really? Oh, yeah. Take, like, a big, bigger gulp of it. I just tried that. A bigger sip? I think my next one's just going to be a shot and gone. <laughs> I think I'm going to... I'm sick of sipping <laughs> two, <laughs> two sips. I'm done. I'm done. I kind of want to... Oh, I got one of my D-Will. I'm going to miss my beer if I got to drink that for the next six months. <laughs> we got to find something you like. You'll Did you in. quit beer at, in, at all? Like you're just done with beer? There's I a, had one, whatever night we. Oh, played. that was a Thursday a, night. Yeah, we, yeah, had, we had, had apple one. Homeowner, sick. The homeowner gave us, well, an apple, the bush apple, and then he gave each one of us a, a knife or whatever too. Really? Yeah. So it was cool. I got to give those guys each a knife and and their paycheck. <laughs> part of whitetails unlimited or whatever so he gets leftovers from the banquet so oh really each a knife and oh a big <clears throat> bitch i was thinking a little pocket knife oh, no. pretty sweet apparently it's sharp as shit haven't tried it yet matt got a new shirt oh yeah and i got a long sleeve from him too with all this like a white we're trying to yeah we're trying shirt? to hook up uh the hunting public with him Really? Yeah. I gave him Jake's number and stuff and, like, talk, talk to the guys. Like, So what they do is, uh, so, like, they have a bunch of sponsors or whatever for all the banquets. And then, say, like, Hoyt is, like, a, a bow hunting yeah. brand. So yep. if they'll, they'll give Jay $3,000 worth of apparel or, um, like accessories for your bow or whatever, like mm -hmm. all their branded stuff. Jay will give them three thousand dollars. They'll give them to him at cost, so they're not losing anything, but you're not making any money off the product. But what he'll do is he'll up the price at like the banquets or put them in the auctions and make money off it that way. So that's one way they make money. But then what he's doing for you is getting your brand out there to more more people at no cost. You're getting just the write off at cost, and then he's brand he's helping expand your brand so like these banquets have five to seven or eight hundred people at them and then he'll that's like you'll get it, the t-shirt will have like your logo and stuff on it or like everybody that was a sponsor and then people everybody that enters gets a t-shirt or a long sleeve or whatever they have and then all your stuff at the show it's a good plug for the podcast yeah <laughs> It's not hunting related, but I'm sure we could figure out a way to get in there. Yeah, I thought it would be good for those guys, and I he thought it was somebody else or whatever. He's known, he knows about them because he thought it his was kid. Rut, he thought it was Rut Daniels, but he's more of a comedian. Yeah, I didn't know. Who, yeah. I didn't know who that was. Yeah, so you know Jake, he was on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, it's his dad. That's who we did it oh, for. Oh, really? Yeah. You'll have to look up Rut Daniels. He does some duck and goose hunting joke videos too. It's pretty funny stuff. Uh, I don't. 
You'll probably know him. If I was going to say, him. have I seen him? He's got a blonde wig and just does goofy goofy stuff. It's funny I'll stuff, look. though. Should finish this, baby? Thing burns all the way down. Maybe drink some. No, that's probably hot, too. It'll probably make it burn even more. I kind of just want a shot glass. <laughs> you, you, there's one right there. I'll, I'll get you a shot glass for the next one. Oh, man. This is going to be so bad. Cheers. Just don't breathe till it's gone. Yeah. That's my trick. If you don't like anything, like tequila, just don't breathe until you swallow it. Not good. I'm a big breather. (laughs) Big breather. Yeah, one of the two. Oh, shoot. Oh, man. He's like swishing it around his mouth like mouthwash. Sinuses are clear. I ain't getting sick tonight. It didn't go down. It's still. <laughs> Who can't drink? Oh, Hunter can't drink whiskey. Whenever he drinks whiskey, he says he fall, falls asleep. I'll find out. I don't drink whiskey ever. <laughs> Hopefully, you'll find out. <laughs> Another way to make it taste different is people will put like drops of water or ice in it. Like, there's a lot of different ways that'll. You want a seltzer? I'm gonna probably gonna need one of them to wash this down. Don't forget, take them suckers off. Uh, bottom left and bottom right drawer. Wasn't the worst thing I've ever tasted. Want me to get you some of that root beer? Just a little bit. This one's pretty good. How good are high noons, though? Sponsored, bro. <laughs> high noons are good. Like, I like, I do like, like, White Claws, like the Bud Light Seltzers. Uh, what are the Trulies? That's one, right? Yeah. The Lemonades, though. The Trulies, I don't know if I've had them yet, but... The Truly Lemonades. The Lemonades? It, it's... It's different than a seltzer. I think it's still considered a seltzer, but it's not. Yeah, because these aren't seltzers. They're vodka sodas. The carbonation's a little different. But the high noons are the best. Oh, we've got over 300 free cans of high noon. Really? How? Sponsored, dude. (laughs) TikTok video. Shotgunning them. Like four in a row. You're on TikTok? Dude, it's a trending video with over a million views. I literally get cases of them. There's another case underneath there. Really? How have, it's been like two years now. I've never known. Did you know this? <laughs> yeah, I didn't even know what high noon was until Matt had them. How did you? You're on. You're on TikTok. Yeah, one of my friends has it. It's not my account. Oh, somebody, somebody filmed you shotgunning like four in a row. Four high noons yeah. in a row. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then what? They put it on TikTok, and so now high noon sponsors then, you. Yeah. You don't have to put any more videos out. They'll just keep sending you I did. Shit. I did like one a week for a while. For really? Like probably like two, three weeks. Well, that when you were in college? Right first year out. First so year two out? Years. I didn't know that. That's good. Am it's I just not... like late to the party or what? Oh, way late. Oh. So like my excitement for it is, has died off with everybody else? Oh, no. People are still like, oh, that's from your sponsor. When I get like, there'll be a case by the Adam walked in there's a case. He's like... There's probably 100 cans in there. 
Were you, you have 100 cans of High Noon? Not right now. They're almost gone. We took them out. Well, what the fuck? Batch, I thought you were sponsored. Bachelor party. What? Well, that was my last batch a month ago. <laughs> bachelor party. So th- you keep making them still? You still no, make I haven't them? done any for probably last summer. Really? And they still keep just sending you shit? <laughs> All right. So that's what I've been telling people whenever they ask. But you know where I get it, right? So you're not sponsored? <laughs> what the fuck is going on right now? So so you're not sponsored? No, but I can't tell you where I... You know where I get all of it. The same person I get all my other shit from. Oh, yeah. But he'll bring me, like, a pallet will tip over at work, and he'll just bring me as many as I oh, want. Oh, so he brings So that's only seasonal them. stuff. In the summertime... Oh. So in the summertime, there's always way more because the demand's higher for them in the summer mm. yeah. i thought no but that I the same like, reaction I... you had is the re- reaction that probably 20 other people th- still to this day are like no way and i'm just like yeah like it is a joke or whatever yeah but they go with it so well that i can't be like <laughs> no and then we just laugh about it it was believable till you were like well i haven't done one in like a year and i'm like they still send you stuff like yeah so summer yeah that's not how a sponsorship works in the like, summer what in the, the fuck in the summertime like there's always way more so then i like this summer i probably got like 150 cans the two summers ago though those are yeah they're good too they're I like 12 names. bucks a box yeah. for four of them and there was at one point, dude, I had like $280 worth of high noon just sitting on the porch. Yeah, I like them little Jack and Coke things that he brings. Oh, I got three cases of those, too. Yeah, those are good. 20, yeah, 24 or something like that. and Maybe even more. No, I think there's... Yeah, everyone thinks they're strong, but I think they're good. Of them. Some of them, I feel like are str- like. Like, they messed oh. up. Like, some days, some of them feel like it's just Jack right in the can. Really? I think. And then other days, maybe if it's cold or warm, it maybe makes a difference. The can. Yeah, some people mix it with Jack. With Jack? With Jack. Mm. That's rough. That's intense. I don't know if I could do that. Did you try this one yet? I did not. Did try. you get him some? You want to taste this one? Maybe in a give shot. him a little one. I'll yeah. give you. I'll glass, give you less maybe. than a shot. I'll yeah. give you. Give him a little one. I'd rather do shots than drink. This that is the root beer one, right? Yeah. So he put little like root beer candies in there. There's gonna be a lot of experimenting going on the next six months with alcohol. Beer's kind of been my thing for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> so you're just gonna quit beer. I'm going to try. I already quit soda, so now I'm going to quit beer. Do you drink a lot of soda usually? Yeah. A case a day. A case of soda a day? (laughs) Probably. You should have seen. That's a lot of soda. (laughs) This guy used to be a grumpy gill in the morning. He'd come in, and then some days, you know, about two days a week, he'd come in, I'm like, oh, shit, he's already a little grumpy. Yeah. He doesn't, you know, but... Cut out the soda, don't mm-hmm. get that afternoon crash too much, and and he's been doing cardio twice a day, as well as on a fat burner, so that, you know, that caffeine, and yeah. right in the morning, and he'll take that, and then do his cardio, and then about uh, lunchtime or so, the other part of the fat burner, 
what is your i told him like you're gonna like all day you're just like fuck you're just like in such a vibe like because you're just going nonstop all day what like what's your take on it so far it's been a week i like it yeah so far i just do my cardio in the morning house is cleaner than it's ever been (laughs) yeah yeah, send me video like 6 30 in the morning mopping the floor (laughs) set his hands and needle the toothbrush just fucking scrubbing oh just wired as soon as I get it in me, Ashley took one. She said it didn't do shit for her, but I feel like it just. Are you? Oh, yeah. Are you? Do you like drink coffee normally, or like a lot of Mountain Dew or something? Just Mountain Dew. I usually start drinking Mountain Dew as soon as we get to the truck in the morning. So do you? You don't have like a real strong tolerance to caffeine already. No, no, no just. <laughs> you, ever, you ever take a fat burner? No. Oh, dude, it doesn't matter what your tolerance is. Really? That shit would just kick you in the ass. Just like it's like a oh, stimulant for, for, like, for like four hours straight. Really? You're just like, yeah. You can it was my it. favorite thing in the wintertime when like I would be on them. Oh yeah. Like, What's you get in them so, that you get so jacked? There's like there's two or three different blends of caffeine and then some other shit. It's just a little pill too. You can tell right as soon as lunch gets there. All of a sudden they'll start yawning. It's like all right, take the second one. <laughs> I'd get addicted to you something take like, like that. You take like two to four a day, depending on where you're at in the, like in your fat burning stage yeah. or whatever. And That'd you be something I would get addicted to just like to, for like the mental stimulant oh, at work. crazy. Then you like come off of it for like three months, four months, do like another cut phase or whatever, depending on what your goals are. I did it just to get away from the soda, keeping me awake. You don't but do coffee or nothing? Nothing. We should just start doing coffee. Oh, this, it's hard, though. You take this stuff, and it's just like five coffees. Really? I usually have a thing of coffee every morning before we go. Yeah, and I, then I have like a, or I'll have an energy drink. Depends. Depends what we're doing that day. A roof, my favorite thing for that is probably a, a bang. Bang? Because usually we're doing like a tear-off first, so then for three hours, that's what you're doing. So I like to have that, like... yeah. Like you're already sweating before you get there, and mm-hmm. you're, then you're kind of able to just like stay in the zone instead of like. Otherwise, you're like, oh fuck, like uh, you got to like. Sometimes it t- if you if I don't take anything, sometimes it takes me like an hour to get going until I'm like sweating good. Once I start sweating good, unless it's hot as shit out, if it, if I'm sweating right away, that's when I can like. You just turn the switch on and go. What do you think, bang or the rains? Fifty-fifty. Yeah. I used to be all about the bangs, but usually, not, like the gas station down here, they got a deal for three of them, so I always get those. I like bangs, but I'm a big monster guy. Really? Monster like still? To... I like the monster rehab. This the tea one. Yeah, that's what Hando likes a lot. Like he the peach like, one. He doesn't like carbonation. Yeah, so that's what he drinks. No carbonation. They taste or good. Or Rockstar. They don't get me like jittery like a normal monster will. too much like too much and then i think it's the sugar i think they put too much sugar in that kind of stuff because in, in a monster yeah yeah and not a not a rain no yeah i get what you're saying the sugar is different that's a different that's a different high I yeah guess, you know i think that, cutting that the sugar stuff. out is good yeah it's in my hand that's another thing too now he's not having fucking Every can of soda is like 45 grams of sugar. So then you get like a, like you'll know it's like a lackadaisical feeling or whatever when it wears off. It only lasts for like maybe an hour. 
It was like 16 bucks, 15 or 16 bucks for 100 tablets, too. So, I mean, way cheap. cheaper than soda. Have you done any so caffeine cheap. pills? Uh-uh. I bought some uh, caffeine pills on Amazon. They're caffeine and L-thionine in it. Yeah. And that L-thionine is supposed to like be like kind of more of like a mental stimulant. And I can take like three of those in the morning when I forget to make my coffee. And that's like I don't get jittery. I don't get – it's just like – Locked in. Locked in on it. But then it's like, oh, fuck. If you keep taking these, I'll just stick to my coffee. Like, I don't want to. One of my favorite things, I didn't do it much last winter because we had the house and stuff. That's what we worked on all the time. But coffee and, well, yeah. we drank a ton of coffee. And we had coffee running basically 24-7 when we worked on the house. But uh, go to the coffee shop. If you have, like, like when you start your bids and stuff, We'll have to go to the coffee shop, and you just put your headphones in, play some music, and then just sit there, like, coffee or your cat. Like, it's just because it's, like, a calmer environment, and, like, the smells of, like, you can just, like, lock in on what's going on. I used to, when I would study the shit out of, like, real estate or, like, investing, like, different stocks, Mm -hmm. like, analyzing them, I would go to the coffee shop at 7, right when they would open up, like, get there, get like the $2 unlimited refills of black coffee. And it was like right in the corner was the pot, like where you could go up to. There's like three or four different ones at all times. And I would just sit right in the corner. Dude, I would tell like noon or two o'clock some days, just be sitting there for hours. Like you'd get up oh, or I'd go to the gym before and then go walk right next door. And so much shit done, but you'd be so like, You'd be so locked in because you're so caffeinated. I love it, though. I want to take a break. Look at this guy's face from... Bert. Oh, that guy right there. Oh, yeah. Um, Whoa! It's all puffy. Yeah, it's like... I want to take a break. For, did you watch... Rogan had a guy come on, like, maybe a month ago now, about... Uh, he stopped coffee for three months. Mm. And he said he took... Yeah, what are your thoughts on that? Better than the last one. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty good. He said that he had his first cup of coffee in three months. Like, no caffeine, nothing for, for three months. And he's just like, Joe, I can't I can't even, the euphoria. Just like, it was just like, holy smokes. Really? Oh, yeah. I kind of want to try it just to see. Like, it would suck when you got off of it. Like, no caffeine. Oh, I couldn't do it. Because you'd have that afternoon drowsiness. They say, like. It's like a really high, like three out of five people get afternoon drowsiness. Oh, I doubt, I'm one of them. You know, as soon as we eat or sit in the car, dude, I'll be, I could fall asleep instantly. But I'm, I'm gonna try I think that. I can fall asleep at any time. Oh, yeah. In any position. Like, I could fall asleep, just put my head against the wall and close my eyes, and I could, but I could fall asleep at any time of the day. When my dad had different medicine for his, like, epilepsy. He could fall asleep just standing there. Like, he would just... I have a hard time falling asleep. It takes me hours, no matter how tired I am. Oh, no. Like if I Your take, mind race? Yeah, if I take yeah. pre-workout after 5 o'clock, you Done. can bet I'm up till midnight mm. because the no. mind is just racing. That's how hydraulic comes into play. Yeah. That's been, all I take. I've been more. trying to, like, help him with... The, like, he's like... He noticed it already. I'm like, yeah, you just got to take hydraulic. Otherwise, yeah. if we get to the gym late, he can't, he can't take caffeine. I think just, like, how it... 
it opens up blood vessels and it helps with like circulation i think that just like pumps more blood into your brain too you feel so i get like locked into like not only are you can like feel the muscle group that you're trying to target so if you're doing like biceps you can mentally lock into your bicep and you get that mind to muscle connection so much easier but then also i'm like more awake i'm more like yeah into what's I'm like either a podcast or the music I'm listening to, like just get sucked in. Today I didn't take any, I didn't take any pre-workout, no hydraulic, nothing. And I just did arms for like half an hour. I got a good pump or whatever, but I was like looking like vascularity wise, like you could see, but it like not even close to the days I take hydraulic where I'll, you're like, they're just all widened out. And dude, like, oh, my, yeah. My, or like you feel like you're just going to rip your shit. Yeah, dude. When I do an arm day, my arms aren't even big. And I'm like, I sit and like look at the mirror and like pinch at my skin. It's like it, my skin is yeah. so tight, dude. I, I, I love that when like so imagine know, you've somebody... experienced like you're new, like new to the pump or whatever. That shit's addicting, though. Mm-hmm. Matt's always like, go a little deeper. I'm like, I can. I'm all swollen the shit right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Or, like, you get done with the set, and, like, you, like, you're like you both looking at each other or whatever, and like, holy fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's my – Arnold said that was, like, his – he said getting a pump to him was, like, coming. Like, that was – Yeah. It was just that addicting to him where he's just like, have yeah. You, have you seen that Mike Tyson on Joe Rogan? When they're talking about like punishing pain on people, and Mike Tyson's like, yeah, it's it's orgasmic. Mm-hmm. It's like, holy fuck, dude! That, I think that was the podcast that Rogan he keeps talking about. It's still like, when I design these tables, like I put distance between me and my guest because I was sitting across from Mike Tyson, and he's talking about like inflicting pain on people is orgasmic and i'm like what the fuck like one swing across the table and a guest could just <laughs> knock you right out. yeah he talks about how he like designs his tables and gives like extra of room in his like new studio because of mike tyson <laughs> we got to figure out i think our best bet up there would be like a spool because yeah. it would be a big enough to put your stuff on it the cords could run through this through the spool mm-hmm. like you could run the cords through the spool or down along the yeah and we could we could like hammer tack them somehow to the side of the spool and then like all mm-hmm. oh, this shit's not in the way there's plenty of room for all your stuff and i think it's a smaller room so we'll all be able to still kind of the biggest thing is going to be the table and chairs because obviously that's the room's not huge to begin with but yeah, you want to do, like, lounge chairs or, like, computer chairs? I kind of want to do, like, a lounge chair. Like, yeah. a smaller, like, they sit kind of low, but they're not, like, like leaned yeah. back. They're, like, them little leather ones, but they're freaking, they're expensive for each. You were sending me stuff, and it's like, it was hard to, it was really hard to find four of the same oh. style and color. Unless I could do, like, two and two and, you know, like, a, yeah. a charcoal and a black or, like, mix them in, something like that find them on marketplace for like 20 bucks but you only get one yeah and you know the next one ain't gonna matter no it, so you're that's gonna... no problem so it's like i kind of want to just fork out like 800 bucks and go get some nice ones where you could sit there for yeah because i'd like to be able to sit there for a full podcast a cigar or whatever like where you could just sit there and you're not like 
like in these eventually you're like i gotta stand up or like when you do stand up you're like oh i want something comfy where everybody can just you if somebody gets a little too fucked up they can fall asleep if they want <laughs> i'm excited for smoking cigars up there yeah that's gonna be nice dude these uh you got the names of them now. yeah so a buddy of mine from work me and him were well we We've been going out Friday nights for a couple beers to the bar, and we're talking about cigars. He's like, yeah, I got like 700 cigars at home. And I'm like, what? Like, how big is your humidor? He's like, well, I just, you vacuum bag them, or not vacuum bag them, you Ziploc bag them, and you put these, uh, them little gel, the yeah, square things. Pack, yep. He said you buy, like, you can buy them in bulk, like, Amazon for cheap like, yeah I got mine off put there. one in a bag he says he, then he puts them in like a little igloo cooler in his closet and like bags yeah he's like I don't need a humidor you could like, even put some of them packets in the cooler too to yeah even condense the humidity for but these they're I don't know let me look I do want to that's another another thing too so those of you that are like they're t52s oh, you don't if even you, have to inhale the cigar. No. Like, you don't inhale a cigar. A lot of people fuck that up. and they're Like, that's awful. That's harsh. If you inhale a cigar like mm-hmm. that, it's harsh. There's no filter, so it's like... But you just breathe it heavily into your mouth, and then you, you can, like, you taste it, get the taste out of that, and then sometimes you, it's called the retrohale, you breathe some of it out of your nose. You don't want to do it a lot, because then it'll, like... It'll like fuck the sinuses up where you'll you won't really be able to get that good of a taste out of the cigar. If you do it too much and too off, like too early into the cigar, you'll you won't be able to taste the differences in the cigar like as you continue smoking the cigar because it'll change the flavors will slightly change throughout the the smoke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, these T fifty twos. They that's the best cigar I've ever had, and he just had like the littler ones, like the one that Hunter had. Like he had that little one, yeah. and he was just like, oh, no, th- my. this was like the diameter of a normal Thick, one. though. A di- yeah, it's like a normal cigar. It was just like, like that a long. stubby. Yeah, I don't even know what those are called. But like I sat and smoked it, and it still took me almost an hour to smoke it. But like I'm, I stand up out of the chair, and I'm like. Like I'm all nicked out right now, and even like a full size Toro of the 1875s don't do that. Like I don't know, it was good, and it tasted really good. I don't know. I haven't done a lot of cigar smoking. Neither have I, but I like it. Yeah. I've. I used to just go to like the tobacco outlet in Fond du Lac, and they have like that walk-in humidor, and then I'd go in there and I'd just like buy whatever label looked cool. And then you get, like, the different, like, they kind of separate them by, like, a darker label will be, like, a like a more heavy cigar, and a lighter label will be more of, like, a light uh, lighter-tasting cigar. And I used to just go in there, pick one that I thought looked cool, and then I kind of got to, like, I kind of like the heavier cigars, so you go to the darker labels, and then pick one, and then I... I don't know. Like, like even the label if, will have like a sticker, or like a pink sticker, mm-hmm. a green sticker, a yellow sticker. But also the, the color and, of the label itself gen- generally generally yeah. tells you where yeah. where you're gonna be at. But 
Yeah, then I would just go in, and that's like a $10 cigar, where this is like a $25 cigar. So then I'm like... The one that he... Yeah. Really? He just gave it to you? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like, I literally have like 700 cigars at home. Holy buckets. He said you open this one up, and there's some... If you age a cigar, typically they'll taste better. Some of them won't, but especially this kind of cigar will taste better. And he said that there's some growth that it'll get. It's not mold, but it's like a white growth on the cigar. And he said, he's like, yeah, like these had that on it, so that might be why it tasted so good because they're aged. And I'm like, I've never heard of that before. Have you? There's some, it comes from like I've the heard wrap. Of aging them or whatever, but I've never, I don't know. Like There's why. some, he said that it looks like mold, but he said mold, if they're moldy, you can't just take your finger and run it across it and pick it off. But whatever this growth is that happens, I don't, some sort he was of explaining it. But he said like that helps with the taste. There's a, if you have them like oversaturated, like too humid, or you like, mm-hmm. you don't have a controlled environment, or you have, and packets come in all ranges of like different humidities that they'll stay at. If you have it too high of a humidity, there's actually like larva in the tobacco leaves sometimes, like from picking the plant and shit. And they can actually come to life and they'll they'll create beetles that will eat the cigar from the inside out. And you'll have like holes and stuff in the cigar. Really? Hmm? That's terrifying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like they're almost in all cigars. They they think. So if you left it out in a real like an like if you left it in a really humid basement and just left it sit out, it would get too much humidity and like the beetles could come to life and and eat the cigar. <laughs> so yeah, now you know that you're probably smoking beetle larva. Yeah, it's not harmful or anything. But how long do cigars last in like them plastic tubes and stuff? Not long. No. I got some from way back from like weddings. What you could do is look at them, see if they're like, see if they're still in good shape. If the wrappers aren't too dry where they're like peeled or whatever, you could actually rehydrate them and try to, I would rehydrate them before. Otherwise it's going to be like, like harsh as all hell. Like you could rehydrate it and see if it worked, which I have a humidor. You could put them in, give it a whirl. I think it's like a weird little art, but it's, I don't know. Like usually when you're smoking them, it's fun just to like, you're just bullshitting with mm-hmm. people. I used, or, I used to smoke them all the time at Country USA because they had like that sledgehammer game where you ding yeah, the bell they, or whatever, they, and you'd win a cigar. <laughs> so I just go do that every time I wanted to smoke. <laughs> ding the bell three times and get a cigar. All right, I'll take that. <laughs> you come back and like an hour later, like all right, I'll do that again. That's one game I was good at. The hammer. <laughs> yeah. just, all that splitting wood. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> That's probably why, too. Summerfest is going on right now. I heard the tickets are, like, insane. Don't you have to be vaxxed and mm-hmm. stuff for that? That's what I heard. And, the like, you used to just go to, they had almost, I don't know if almost any bus stop, but, like, they had designated Tons bus stops them. all over the place, and you can just ride the public buses. Just take you, like, from that stop. You could stop do it from Waukesha. To, mm-hmm to Summerfest, and then they're like, okay, 52 is your bus number. So then at midnight, when everyone's, like, 
it's like a cattle a herd that goes to all these buses and you find your bus and hop on the bus like right summer like, like summer school mm-hmm. on bus three it was awesome like i don't know have you been to Summerfest? i've been to the grounds but i've never been oh, it, there done. the whole thing is just like a it's just a vibe like you go there and it's just like a whole separate like world you're living in like it's just stages upon stages and they're depend well depending what night but like you go down there and it's like i know that band i know that band okay at nine this band's playing that i've heard of like i'm not down here to necessarily see this particular band but like i've heard of them so i'll go check you get them. right up in there like oh it's awesome and it used music. to be just like 20 bucks a ticket so like all night you got in there for 20 bucks you yeah. got all this different food like you think the prices of them are so high this year because yeah one they haven't had back. yeah and they have they a lot get, of big names there they didn't too. get anything last year because of the whole bullshit and and now they don't think as many people are going to come because it's really not it's really not free to the public because you have to no there's a create yeah, they're they're making you be. Va- I'm pretty sure you have to be. Vaxxed. I think you have to show a vaccination card to get in. Fuck that, dude. Dave Chappelle's performing at the amphitheater. Really? One of the nights, yeah. That's another thing I would do again. I would definitely go to a comedy show. I'm going to Bill Burr in that was a November. Good time. That was a good time. Have you been up to that Skyline Comedy Club in Appleton, underneath? Um, right by the overpass. Kind of, like yeah. Like in a strip mall. No. Oh, I went to one there. They did like a hypnotist thing, comedy. Oh, this that was pretty right. good. No, this is under that Arch Brewing or whatever Mm-mm. in Appleton. And they have like a little comedy club underneath. That was really fun. And that was like 20 bucks to get in too. Like, even if you don't know the guy, they're probably going to be semi-funny. Some, like, decent. They're going to have two guys open for mm-hmm. them. Like. That was that was a good. Yeah, you went good. and saw Joe Rogan. That was a good vibe. That had to have been awesome. It was pretty wild. I I wish I was in a better mood at the time to like experience it, but I tried not to like let that shit. Like it was a good time still. Like it was it was fun. There's just so many jokes where you're just like, I can't believe he said that. I'm so glad he said it though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's. I love watching stand-up, like, on Netflix. Yeah, I've been kind of getting into it again. Like, I for years ago, I would watch, like, Jeff Foxworthy mm-hmm. and, like, just, like, those guys. My grandpa loved it, so that's what we, like, I'm talking, like, 10 years ago. We, we would watch that kind of stuff, and now I, I think, I hope it makes a comeback with, like, all this censorship shit. Mm-hmm. I hope it makes a comeback because... They talked about everything that like people try to like run from, but it's most of the time it's true. It's the true, real world shit that you experience every day. And they're like, "Why are we sent like? It's supposed to be funny. You're not like the but like political stuff, right? They you know racist things like they were saying. They were just saying so many things, but there were so many people of different races that were just sitting there laughing." at the jokes because they're like you're damn right like you know like that's what it is yeah and it's supposed to be funny like it's not supposed to be degrading anybody like you're supposed to laugh along with they ripped on everybody like not specific rate like everybody got like ah mm-hmm. oh, like i don't know it was good it was a good time 
Did you come to Green Bay with us when your parents took us up there to see Foxworthy and Larry mm. the Cable Guy? Oh, and see, like... Me and Ashley went up there with your parents and seen them. That had to be when you were freaking just out of high school or something. Yeah, probably. I wish. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good time. I want to do more of that kind of stuff. Like, event-style things instead of just, like, going out and, like, bullshitting, like... Let's go out bullshit at a dinner, like when we did like New Year's, like just oh, bullshit yeah. for dinner and just kind of carry, like go to different events and then like, that's when it's a good time. Or like when we went to out on the lake to eat, like the next time. And then all of a sudden we end up crashing a wedding. Oh, like, yeah. I want to do that kind of shit. Like that's yeah. the fun stuff. Where it's just, uh, it's everything is pretty much spontaneous. Yeah, you're just like, let's, let's do this. Let's go to dinner and then after that, none of us are doing anything. Let's just see where the night takes us. And then yeah. someone has some idea, like, let's go to the fireman's picnic. All right, well, we'll go get drunk at the fireman's picnic. There's live music there, whatever. Driving down the road, we're like, fuck, a fucking wedding. <laughs> How funny would it be if we crashed a wedding? All us fucking jerk-offs walk into the wedding, like, act like we're supposed to be there. Like, we're all dressed for like a supper club type deal. Like, we're already, yeah, we're already dressed up decent. Like, like we could pull it off. And then all of a sudden, we're we all buy pictures at the fireman's picnic. All of a sudden, we get through one or two, and we're like, "So that uh, wedding? Should we go check it out?" Or? Yeah. I have the confidence now to just <laughs> walk in there. Yeah, I would, do, I would do that again for sure. I would love to go to one. Where but like every night a, that starts like that, that where you're like, who knows where it's going to take us. And everyone's just like, ah, whatever those are the happens, best. happens. That's always the best. Those are the best ones. Cause you're like, you're, you're looking for that fun. You're not like, you don't already have a plan established or you're like, that's what we're going to do. And you're like, Oh, I, Anna gets mad. Cause like I will spunt. I do so much stuff spontaneously. Like, oh, let's do that. No, we already have plans to do uh, well, this does seem kind of fun at the time, right? Like, okay. Yep, sorry. That's what we do. I don't know. It's always fun, though. It always usually turns out pretty good. Yeah. I want to dive into your stuff, but I kind of want to save it till right at the end. That? Oh, dude. Yeah, I want to get you fired up at the end. Because I feel like we could rant about that, and I don't want the whole podcast to be botched. <laughs> yeah. What are we, is it still recording? Yeah, we're 45 minutes. All right, I'm going to stop this one, get it into the media just to make sure so our video is still there. I'll stop and, this one, too. And then... This, like, they go the distance. I thought for sure that one of them was just going to get rocked. And You've just... watched this fight before? I watched it yesterday. I was, I think I was, no, two days ago, I think I was walking or whatever during cardio. I watched it and I'm just like, Oh my gosh. Other guy looks like he's got to be in his thirties too. I figured that or like late twenties, just Dakota Cochran versus Chris Levin, 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 L-E-V-E-N. L-E-B-N. E-N. Leben. Leb N. Just it doesn't like, seem like it just there's <laughs> no like the technique is way yeah. yeah, it's like just throw haymakers and yeah. try to knock them out. It's not like the UFC where you know like a head kick's coming mm-hmm. or like that, just a 
sweeping they're left just hook, loading just, up and just yeah. trying to right kill into the there. Guy. If you connected with that, you would. Dr- like that. that. That's all they're doing is swinging. Oh yeah, this this uh, the Dakota guy, the younger guy, like that's what he, he looks like. He was like a bouncer or something. He just would come in there and. But this other guy, Southpaw, just that right. He's got so much reach. Yeah, the younger guy's got a little chunkier build, but he connects. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, he throws his whole body into it. Look, Look at his, his face. I thought he was done already. Like, this is round two, and there's a minute left. You can hear, like, uh, his corner, like, throw the uppercut, throw the other uppercut. So, oh. so watch the guy on the right. Every time he comes in with, I think, his right hand, he drops his, like that, he drops his head. So they're telling him, like, throw the uppercut. He yeah. starts doing it, like, the third round. Every time he countered with the uppercut, he would just nail him. Right there, there's the uppercut again. See how he, like, dropped his head? You watched this whole thing already? Oh, yeah. I I thought it was going to be done in, like, a minute, and I just kept watching him. Like, I, I got to watch how this ends. I wonder what these guys would do against someone... Like in the UFC, they would get their asses kicked. You think so? I think the technique, the yeah, the fighters nowadays, they're, they yeah, that's true. When the UFC first came out, people always had like one uh, one of like the five like top like f- you know like martial arts or wrestling or yeah. boxing. They they all had they all specialized in like one thing. So like these two guys, both stand up fighters, but their boxing is what you have to look out for. If they fought somebody, like, now in the UFC, if you don't have a mastery in, like, three different, yeah. like, jiu-jitsu, uh, like, wrestling, boxing, if you don't have that, you're going to get your ass beat. But do you think somebody from the UFC could take a bare-knuckle punch to the, like... I think so. think so? Yeah. I think so. Because when you have that glove on, imagine how much harder you're mentally, you're just, like... Yeah. You feel like you're, like... Your wrist isn't better. Like, yeah. It's locked in there. It's a straight, mm-hmm. like, you're mo- much more willing to, like, if you can, if you connect, like, if you don't connect straight with, with bare knuckle and your wrist is like this, like, and you feel that little strain yeah. on your wrist, you're going to be less likely to come. But we, Ben, when he first got here, he's like, these guys got to be on, like, pain colors and shit. Don't you think? They yeah. got to be just dose to the max because there's look at every that. punch is a haymaker there's not there's and there's no, so like, many that connect that it gets kind of boring after a while just watching these guys throw haymakers oh this one i loved that's why the ufc is cool because you never like they you could don't know take what's it, coming you, they could take it to the ground they could kick them they could these guys are just choke throwing, them out like, yeah if they're on the ground all of a sudden you bombs. don't know what like transition they're gonna come into I love that the UFC is did so well during the mm-hmm. whole pandemic. You ever split your forehead real bad? No. It bleeds so uh, bad, so it? fast. Yeah, it's like you can leave a blood trail for 100 <laughs> yards that someone could track. Really? Like, yeah, I split mine in gym class in high school. It was everywhere. I put my hand over it and ran for the locker room, and it was still, like, just spraying. <laughs> just they say one of the worst spots to get hit is right above the brow, like, yeah, right up here. Mine for blood? Yeah, because you can just, because that bone right there, 
Yeah, just you can just it. oh, you can gouge it. That's why like the worst ones you look. It's always right above the eye. I think both of these guys end up getting it by the end of the fight yeah, too. The younger guy, you can see it's just dripping out of him. These guys that's true. That'd be the damage. the two. So like you said, like if you hit them in the teeth, if you're like in a fight, if you jack somebody's jaw up real bad, they, that's when they can come after you for like all the dental stuff. Yeah, I was talking to my officer buddy the other day at the picnic or whatever downtown, and he's like, "Just don't hit them in the mouth." We were talking about fights or whatever. He's like, "Don't hit them in the mouth." He's like, "That's when they'll come after you." Yeah, but that's the weakest part. Part to knock someone out is right on the jaw. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, if you fuck up their teeth, <laughs> that dude, I, the one spot too, straight in the nose. You yeah. get tapped in the nose and you're you're crying because you can't. Your sinuses are just like, you get a. You ever take a ball to the? You're like, oh, like what the? Like everything's like. A good shot to the stomach will mess you up too, especially for a bigger guy that ain't real fit. Right here and right below yeah. the sternum. That's where you kill someone. <laughs> you can't breathe. You break that bone off right here, that like right in the middle of your rib cage. Hit is him that in the like freaking heart? You see that that yeah. bone? Apparently, you like kick someone or punch someone there. That bone breaks off right. I wonder how much heart. force that takes. Probably not much. You I've can hit, break ribs real easy. Dude, oh, yeah, I've ribs break. I've ribs. hit my heavy heavy bag like, and there are times where I connect with that thing, and I'm like, if that were to hit somebody in the face, holy shit! Like I'm not like trying to like be like wow. Like I'm trying to say like, when you connect with it, like everything comes at one. Like yeah. when, you're, when your hips come through and you connect right when your hips are pop, just like hitting a baseball. Like when everything goes through and you had a home run. You barely feel it off the bat just yeah. from the force of your hips coming through. I was telling Bleckle that. I'm like, because he, like, when they, a lot of people, when they punch, it's like, you just want to, like, punch a lot. A lot of times they don't, like, you don't think of that, like, that quick yeah. pop in your hips. Oh, and there's times when I'm out there and I just, I, like, focus on just, like, that quick, like, the biggest thing's, like, uh, like when you jump, the faster that you can go, go down and then explode up, like, the more force you can put out. It's the same thing, like, when you go to, like, if you do like a quick like drop drop that inside shoulder and you come back like real fast with your hips, that kinetic energy is just like, like yeah. Oh, I would love to connect on somebody like that. If, if I feel like you would fuck somebody up, but you like that's how when people get dropped, it's just. I bet that guy doesn't even feel it when he when he punches like when he connects, just because it's like hitting a home run. It's just so smooth that it's just like yep. You know right when you hit him too. You're like oh that fucker's rocked. Have you ever been in a fight before? Like, you know, like where you're actually like throwing fists with someone? Not really fist. I cracked my ribs like Kusa with pogo sticking though. Oh yeah. Cracked ribs don't stop a fight though, because I didn't know it till like an hour after. <laughs> Wait, yeah. what were you doing? Do you remember you were they, fighting with the pogo yeah, sticks? Yeah, they got like the marine they got, thing. They got like marine pogo sticks. You remember? No. At Kusa when I was, Kusa I wasn't once. even. I don't even think I was 18 yet. Yeah, they pro- used to, I think I had to sign off for you. <laughs> yeah, they used to do like full, like they would have them sticks in the military where you're like they have the big ends and shit. You ever never? It's like a Q-tip, pretty much. It's got oh a full yeah, one. yeah. There's I a metal rod it. through the yeah. middle. Dude, people would just drop them and just. It was a yeah. full like bare knuckle fist fight at times. I, got, I remember that. That's where you cracked your rib. I got body slammed because they threw the stick down. Body slamming. Well, I didn't know until like an hour later when I couldn't breathe anymore walking around. To grounds all of a sudden i sat down i'm like oh, just lost my breath but i watched hunter fight a guy that was probably like 230 yeah. 
I knocked and, Hunter out. I found <laughs> yeah. out the the rod's like a metal rod, but right on the end there ain't like any cushion. So I took it. I hit him right between the eyes. Just knocked him out cold. <laughs> Hunter, that motherfucker. I would not pick a fight with him. <laughs> he can take a hit. Oh yeah, that dude. When we were doing um, fight night, remember that in high yeah. school? When Hunter fought, he was just like. I'm sitting there, I'm like, I would not fight that motherfucker. <laughs> if he had technique, dude, he'd, he'd iron, be a... Iron jaw, like, oh, yeah. naturally strong, like, yeah. doesn't lift. No, I don't hit him. You man. wouldn't judge him by him. Like, you wouldn't see him be like, that's a strong motherfucker, but, like... <laughs> you better square up right between yeah. the eyes and yeah. knock him out. Because yeah, you, got a, you only got a few good <laughs> hits, and he'll just keep going at mm-hmm. you. I remember one time uh, in gym class, Zimmy got pissed at hunter and he clocked hunter so fucking bad on the head like 10 times hunter's like Zimmy did yeah hunter's like you hit like a bitch he just, <laughs> like and then he bitch. just like laughed at him he just did like he just yeah. didn't even throw a punch back at him he just laughed at him mr white was just like <laughs> <laughs> yeah he didn't know what to, he tells me that he's like to this day he'll like years later he'll be like How's Hunter? You know, you ask about Hunter. He's like, I'll never forget that time when I just came <laughs> at him. Like, I watched Eli fuck Adam too. Adam's another one. Like, he's like a smaller weight class, but that kid can take so many hits to the head. Were you at Craig's that night? Hunter was there at a party, all messed up, oh, and yeah. they like lined up, like a group of people just lined up, and Hunter sat there. He said, "Hit me as hard as you can." And one after another, they just walked through. Yeah. He just laughed every time someone hit him in the head. I'm like, John punched him like, like twice. <laughs> yeah. You could just hear, and Hunter's just like, <laughs> He's like, can I go again? He's like, all right, one more time. <laughs> just stood there. Oh, yeah. Have you ever, like, all out decked somebody like, in a fist I've fight? I've only been in, like, one fist fight, and it was in, like, middle school. I'm always afraid to but I, I, hit people nowadays. It was good. It wasn't like... Yeah, now... It, it's more of a choke them out, pin them, and tell them yeah. to settle the fuck The only out. time I'm going to hit you is if you're swinging at me. <laughs> you, uh, yeah, you bet. Like, I am very calm for the most part, but that's one thing that I like. If somebody is showing aggression towards me... there, There's been multiple times where, like, at school, I used to have to, like... One time, this dude was just trying to beat Greaves' ass. Like, big guy, like... I took everything out of my pockets, and I was just, like, to, like, put it on the table by the girls. I'm like, you just need to, like, yeah, just hold that for one second. Like, that guy, like, he was just, like, he kind of saw what was going on, too. And then, and like, the, most of the time, you can, like, de-escalate it by, like, if you show, don't show aggression, but show, like. Confidence. Yeah, I'm not going <laughs> to fucking back down. But if you start lipping off to somebody, like, yeah, like, don't try to start the fight. Usually, I try to, like, de-escalate it, but, like. Have confidence that you can back yourself up, and nine times out of ten, you're not going to get into anything. Jake loves that. He'll start fights, and then I just come up there with confidence, and everything settles down. <laughs> yeah, He's like, do... how do you do it? I'm like, just show confidence, puff the chest, and walk in. If Like, if I had to, I totally well, yeah, would. And you're also, like, what, six foot four? Right? <laughs> yeah. Two, 230? Like, yeah. like a slim build where you're like, ooh, I don't know. And then you come in, you're like, motherfucker like <laughs> the fucking deep voice you're like jesus jake, christ jake who the fuck loves, is this guy jake loves that too there'll be like a dance floor like 20 people and ashley will be out there and guys will just move in you go out there you kind of just 
walk in, just puffs the chest, and you just stand in the middle. All of a sudden, nobody's dancing. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone just leaves. Oh, it's like, hey, settle down. A yeah, little you're bit. not trying. Yeah, yeah. That's it, too. You're just like, all right. Like, and you don't really see what's going on here, but uh, I'm seeing a lot more than what you are right now. Turn it down a notch. <laughs> Jake's a good one at starting. Jake, Jake got me out of the fight one time. Really? Yeah, we were like playing a game or whatever, and I like threw the ball. I just whipped this ball, and it hit this kid, and he came running right at me. <laughs> Jake standing like right to my left, and like he came at me, and he just big old haymaker right <laughs> at my head, dude. I just went like like just like tucked under right to the rib cage, right to the head, just sat him down like right into the door, like and fucking this. This other kid just grabbed me and just picked me up and just like like Hando had to do before <laughs> like he just grabbed me and walked me away like fucking two hundred eighty pound dude. I can't believe I never got into a fight ever. <laughs> dude, I felt so many times where like yeah we were probably going to and. I don't know why, but I used to just lip off at people. Yeah, moment, but I think it was like it was, to stir their pot because you're just like, why is this guy so mad? And then you just it, say like two things. It was things. never like malicious towards them, but I knew that like. To me, it was really funny, like, just to, like, you could, like, Peter, like, Kunish, like, we were at Spring Fling, and as they were playing baseball or something, and Peter wasn't doing good, and he's, like, getting all mad about it, so then I knew, like, I could just go and just, like, start poking him with, like, little comments, Jesus Christ, you, <laughs> this or that, like, just sitting on the sides, and you just see him getting fucking pissed, and to me, it was always really funny. But I never, like, realized, like, no, this dude's going to fucking kill you. Like, <laughs> he ain't taking it as a joke anymore. Yeah. And I just keep going, like, ha, ah. But, yeah, never got into a fight, like, pretty close. The closest time was that owner of 2.0. <laughs> that dude wanted to kill me. Yeah, that was pretty good, though. They were charging, like, outrageous to get into the thing. And Jason's like, are you kidding me? Like, and the guy just can't. And <laughs> it was... Well, it was, like... Well, you've been to 2.0, like, when it was it's good. not big, and they had some country band, like, a cover band playing, and it was, like, 20 bucks to get in. Right and when like, this new owner took over, like, the first yeah. week. So I'm, like, 20 bucks. And this is a good spot to go before this. I looked at, like, the pert, like, it was just a worker. I'm, like, I'll give you five bucks to get in, and that's the most I'm giving you. She's, like, I can't do it. I'm, like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. Just to get to the bar. I'm, like. We didn't even want to, like. I'm like, I could pay 20 bucks and get into, like, a show in Milwaukee of a band that I actually like. Like, what the fuck is this? We're in Fond du Lac. And the chick's like, I'm sorry. Like, I am i can't do it. I can't do it. And I'm, like, looking at these guys like, what the fuck? Are we, we're not going here, are we? And it was, like, me, you, and Beak. That's the night that Kyle. Yeah. So finally, like, I threw a fit, and the owner comes out. He's like, I'll, do, I'll let you in for 15 or something. I'm like, fuck off. I'll give you $5. Otherwise, enjoy your empty bar. I literally told him that. And then all of a sudden, like, you just seen his face just, like, he knew I, like, hit that trigger because his bar's fucking empty. It's pushing midnight, like. And then he just like walked me outside, and I think he told you guys that there are, I had there to are a leave. Few more, like, yeah, there are a few comments said after, but like I, it won't. 
That was that the was time the that I knew that like I pushed his button, and then I was so fucking mad that we're like twenty one, like been there a good amount of times that summer because mm-hmm. it was a it was a good spot to go, like a fun spot. And then this guy took it over, and the, like his first week, he's charging an outrate. We were telling him, we're like, this is awful marketing. We're like, you know, you're gonna fail if you keep that shit up. Like, we don't know that much about running a business, but we're gonna tell you right now, like, it ain't gonna do good. Like we like. You look at other places that do well, and that's kind of how we were telling, like, Beacon, like, like at first, that's what we were telling them. Like, we were being kind of respectful about it, but not full. You're pissed off at the same time, but we're like, dude, we could go to Milwaukee to four different clubs and pay 10 bucks to get into all of them and be able to just go around into different bars, and you're trying to charge this much for a band that nobody knows, like... It was it was just awful on his part, and they're not doing. I mean, I think they're out of business now. I don't even know if they're open. The last couple know. times I've been in there, it's, it wasn't good. Yeah, like it went downhill fast, and like that's uh, I don't know. Maybe he doesn't treat his employees great or whatever the deal was. But whoever had it before that, they ran the. I yeah. think it's a scheme. I, I honestly think they schemed the shit out of it. But they kill. I still have the bartender. Like I still have his. That was the owner that wanted us to like go on man, his yacht. He, he or man, yeah, he meant, yeah, he, he, dude, I should talk to him again and just see what. He's like, yeah, we're going to the Dallas. We got a yacht down there. Like, we're going to go cruise the big lakes or whatever. Like, you guys can come. Like, and he asked us, is that Saturday? Like, to come. Or, like, no, we got another thing. But, anyways, I think. So they had bomb ass food. You can go there for wings. And they would load your shit up. And it was like eight bucks. Like, good food the whiskey cokes were like four bucks they had all you could drink on your birthday week this place took no more than a month and it was completely packed every time you went in there like it didn't matter if it was a tuesday friday saturday every day just packed i think what they did is they did a little bit of remodeling just enough to touch it up got it like cash flowing like a motherfucker but knew that it wasn't gonna last so like they said, look at the return that we're getting. Like, every week we're bringing in 30K. And this, and then the next guy was like, oh, I got to pay 1.5 for this. Like, I'm going to get 30K a month or week. No, the place didn't last for shit. Well, I, I like Because I don't think it was sustainable. Like, you couldn't – like, you were bringing in so many people. But, like, to do all you could drink on your birthday week, there was – Times where like he would, it's his birthday. Well, then everybody was getting whiskey cokes from his birthday. You like, you people start re- like. And there was the no system. bouncer. Yeah, yeah, that too. So like anybody could come in there. I, well, I'm a year older than you, and then you'd bring like Anna in. You were like, like 21. So, I had like, just we were going tur- in when we were like 19. I had just turned 21. Well, mm. yeah, you're only like a year younger than me. So 19, 20. Like we, I, we weren't even. Me, John, and Keegan went in one night. Like, they're all a year younger than me. <laughs> they do. They did a, I mean, smart but sketchy move. I remember, like, Bobby brought, like, a crew down. It wasn't, like, for my birthday, but I remember, like, Bobby brought a crew down from Oshkosh for, like, something like a college kids from yeah. Oshkosh to come down to Fond du Lac. Yeah, like, and you don't you see You knew that. you had a spot. Yeah. Like, you and you don't see that. Usually everybody young is going to Oshkosh. To Oshkosh. But, like, this place was killing it. Like, like the, they always had really good DJs in there. Like this, it was just they did a, a really good job. But I wish, I mean, like I said, I don't think it would be sustainable. But if you could find a spot like that, 
That'd be the place to go. Yeah, I remember we went to Molly's one time. <laughs> I went up to the like DJ, and I'm like, hey, play Kill You by Eminem. He's like, what do you want? You want some Eminem? I could get that. And I'm like, yeah, play Kill You. He's like, all right, I got you. And I'm like, no fucking way. This play guy plays Kill You by Eminem. Sure fucking shit. <laughs> he like transitions right into it. He's like, bitch, I'm going to kill you. You want to fuck with me? And all of a sudden I'm like, it's all about like killing women and like slapping bitches and shit. I'm just like, I can't believe <laughs> I'm laughing my ass off. I'm like, I can't this believe this This guy had to be new to the scene. I'm like, clearly you have no idea. <laughs> I think he got through like one verse and then like. He's like, oh, he's mine. <laughs> Transitioned away from that. I'm like. Whoops. You drink your up beer? Yeah. It's all right. Yeah. I didn't think it was too great, but it's okay. But I'm. I feel like it needs more. I'm not one for sipping liquor. So you could give me like top end shit and I'd probably still be like, oh, That scotch is actually the best thing I've had in a while. All it's right, like let's the, try that one the smoothest time. one. Bad Jake didn't show up tonight. He would have loved this. Big liquor guy. <laughs> Jake? Yeah. Um, yeah, that thing's been going for 11 minutes. But yeah, so you like, as, like we were just talking before we clicked the record here. Um, Ben's been diving into, uh, I'll take that. Ben's been diving into the workout scene. He says when he gets involved with something, it's, 110%. Like, you just immerse yourself in it. And we started with, like, 20 minutes of cardio a day, then just doing weights or whatever, about 45 minutes every day. And now it's every morning cardio. Then we go do the weight. Like, we could work till 7 o'clock. It's like, hey, we're going to the gym? Like, all right, yeah, we're going to the gym. So uh, find, I guess, like, find somebody that will push you to keep on, like, keep going. Like, it's so much, it's so easy to, as yourself, just to be like, I'm taking the day off, or I don't like. I don't have to do this, but as soon as somebody else goes, all right, we're going, right? Well, now you're like, it, they kind of hold you accountable, like to to go and do it. And it's it's awesome that we have a few people that we can do that with. Like if if you're out of town or somebody's gone, like somebody else is there. Like, hey, when you like Kyle, he'll text me, are we going in the gym or like maybe eight on a, eight o'clock on a Saturday morning? Hey, you want to go open the gym up or like what like or Sunday? Like, yeah, sure, I get, like let's go. Yeah, it's cool to have that. I found it so crazy, like into the mic. I found it so crazy a couple months ago when you started, and we'd rough all day, and Matt's like going to the gym or whatever. And the next morning, did you actually go to the gym tonight, last night or whatever? He's like, "Yeah, I went to the gym." And then finally, I'm like, "Fuck it, I got to start getting in shape." So I run for like a week. It's like 90 degrees outside. Go worst home. week ever. I'd start running, just worst week ever. Completely soaked. Ashley's asking, "What the hell? What are you doing?" I'm like, "I just ran for a yeah, mile." Yeah, but the, like the mental like edge that you get from I, that of I like nobody why. else is out here right now. Yeah. Nobody else, like very few, are doing this. Dude, that's what my thing was like when I got off a roof all day and it's 90 degrees out. We're shingling till five, and all of a sudden, like, you're going, really, you're going, yeah, I'm fucking chest day, dude. I'm going to go fucking hammer this out. You got to be shitting me. It's like, then you get there, and you're just like, 
I don't know. You just have like this mm-hmm. edge, and then you're like, if I didn't and I just went home, I'd be like, oh, I had a long like I feel tired. I just want to like hang, just chill out. After I get to the gym, like I'll come back, do fucking bids, paperwork, like I'll do that for two hours. Like if I didn't do, that, I would push that off. If I didn't go, like the gym keeps me like grounded into like who I like that I. I found like that is who I like. That's part of me. Like if I don't do that, no. Like one of my soups is like, how you go to the gym before work? It's four in the morning. You tell me you go to. Yeah, like it helped me drive the hour and a half that I had to get there. It's kept me awake. Or like when I got to work, work was fucking easy because I already knew that I had that edge of like mm-hmm. I did this and you fuckers are walking in here like, oh, it's gonna be a long day and I'm just like fuck no like i'm gonna run this jackhammer for eight hours like, i'm so wired when i get to work right now it's just dude i know i noticed it and i like i love it actually it, it makes it it's 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 good like it's well, way it's better already like i already noticed the difference. people call you after going to the gym at night and you're like yeah i just got out of the gym well what'd you do before that well i ripped for 10 hours <laughs> yeah like, dude it's an edge like it it feels good i like it and like you're like on a high all day long, just like mm-hmm. killing shit. I that's like been my routine the last couple of weeks. Like people are like, oh, when are we gonna hang out or can I swing by? You're like, no, dude, I'm working or like, like people are catching on. Like, Jake, today's like, I was gonna ask you what you've been up to, but I kind of already figured. I'm like, yeah, I've been working. He's just like, yeah, I figured that. Dude, I don't know. Like, I've been getting a high off of just like, we'll go do a roof. Then go to the gym and then go roof another guy's house that same night and get back at like eight thirty, and then get up and go do it again, dude. It's oh, like a fuck. you're like you're making good money, so like that's in a way like that's why I wish Jake was here because I want like he we were talking Ben was talking to him about setting goals and stuff. If you don't have like long term goals, short term goals in mind, doing all this wouldn't mean anything. Like you'd be like, why the fuck would I do that? But it's like if you have a vision in mind of where you want to be by a certain time, it's so much easier to go do this. And then, I, dude, a year ago, I always would hear like people be like, "Enjoy the process." Like Gary Vee, like enjoy the process. Like it's eat shit for a while. It's gonna suck, but enjoy it. There are days like today. I'm like, fuck. Like why am I even out here right now? But then I'm like, you think you if you have them goals in mind, you just sit. I took five minutes and I just sat there, like, just like sitting there, like breathing, like just like focusing on my breath, thinking like, all right, like this is the shit I want. This is why I have to be out here. After that, easy. I didn't even care that I was there for three hours longer than I thought I was gonna be there because I'm like, I'm gonna get that check. Like this is why I'm out here. Like I'm fucking good. And then like you get home, and you're just like another thing off the list like and then that's i've noticed having a list and crossing shit off the list i'm like now i know i'm getting shit done because it's it's not like it's like andy says like have the five things every day you got to do like working out it's always one of my things like i have to get that workout in or like bids or just simple little things like message this person to plan like this happening like you just get out everything so everything stays in line so that way things don't get hectic otherwise you're like fuck i forgot i've worked with people that do that where they don't have a full-out plan and they kind of just go day to day where all of a sudden it's like oh now i gotta go get this piece of equipment or oh i should have grabbed this or like now you're rushing around to get shit ready like if you can keep on 
planning and crossing off the little things where like you before a big pour dude i will draw out the slab that we're pouring and and look how i want to like pull the bays or like just like little like you know how like all of a sudden you're like vibing this part well then you got to do your wet screed here and then pull this bay like i'll do all that so like when it comes to the pour like i tell him every time we're like driving there i'm like i'm kind of nervous like I just get like this adrenaline rush when it, because it's like your name on the shit, like, mm-hmm. and like you busted your ass to get it all ready, get everybody there, and you're just like, like that's my thing right now. Like I know that's gonna change. Eventually, I'm gonna find something else where it's like, like fuck, we might be building an apartment or, or, like, storage units. What that's gonna be our shit at that time. Like it's gonna be like, how can we do this faster? How can we like, all right, do we have the freaking permits for this? Do we have all this shit ready? Like. Are we going to have the the materials here at this day? We need to get the slab done at this day. So we're like, it's cured before we put all, like, just having, like, the list and order of doing shit, like, it makes things go so, it's, there's so much less anxiety towards other, like, what could go wrong. Because, like, you've prepared, shit can go wrong, but, like, uh, Jocko, like, if you prepare for A, B, C, and D, if A, B, and C don't work, you still have backup plan of D. Like some people just like, oh, if this doesn't work, we'll do. It. Sometimes they don't even have what B is gonna be, right? Like, oh, if it comes like, uh, like as far as like I'm trying to think of like work, like maybe I plan to have ten guys there, but only three of you are just standing there, shoveling a little bit or whatever. Like, I have your your plan C and D because if shit goes wrong, somebody's got to be back there filling or like floating with dad. Like when, like he's on a big job like that, like that we had the other day. Like if I would have just been like, Oh, we'll be all right. And we only have seven people. And all of a sudden we need two people running back and forth. Like then shit gets hectic. And then I'm like, Holy fuck. Like, you know, and then you're panicking or whatever, which sometimes it happens even when you have enough people, I'd rather pay people hundred, 200 bucks to be there for, four hours and not do shit just in case something happens where yeah we needed you like yeah goals are huge to me though like me and jake only talked for like an hour hour and a half before we got interrupted the other night but goals small big have them ones you can achieve and if you do achieve them it's wild i guess and then just make them bigger and bigger again. I was trying to explain that to Jake. To he was wondering what I do for drive and what his drive is. And I said it changes all the time. Like I used to love to fish. I used to love to play baseball. Now it's hunting. After that, like I told Matt, I think it's going to be work now. Successful businesses. Yeah, and you're taking gym. over a freaking business that's done well for right. 60, 70 years now. Right now it's the gym, so it's going to be incorporating that with it all. But and then keep on like the once that becomes easy, you just like you said, like you just keep on setting them higher and higher, and you just keep pushing yourself. I was just listening to like a podcast like you today, I think, while I was cutting. Like you have one chance at it. Why just, like, idly go by? Like, why not just keep on pushing yourself to, like, try to, like, meet these new limits? Like, if you don't have any vision or small goals in mind, the day-to-day just sucks ass. And then if you have the long-term in mind, like, you're just like, okay, you're, like, getting through this week. Well, there's, like, what did you do that week that is going to lead you to where you want to be? Like, it, it gets easier to look at it, like, 
I only got to go for eight hours. Like these eight hours are going to pay for this or get me to this. Like, and then you just do it day by day until your small things crossed off. Well, then all of a sudden those five small things that you had for your little goals will create your one big one that you had. Well, then it's time to start over, clean slate. Where do I want to be from here? Like, I think the big thing is like set them, set high ones. So like you said, like if you hit the little ones, it feels good, but that keeps you driving to like, now I got to set another bigger one, a bigger one. And like you just, you're going to have setbacks, but at least you have a, a road that you're looking towards. Otherwise the day to day just sucks ass. I, that's what I want to tell Jake. So Jake, I hope you're like listening to this because <laughs> it might just be me. But when I wake up in the morning, my first goal is all right, get out of bed, do my cardio. When I get to the job, dad says, this is what we're doing. My goal for today is how far do I think I can get with that? Yeah. Dude. I said it's somewhat reasonable. But I know I want to fucking get more than that done. And then when I get done, the whole day when I'm doing that goal, I'm thinking, all right, in five years I want to be here. In yep. 10 years I want to yep. be here. In 20 years I want to be here. Yep. Me and Jake talked about that. He's like, where do you want to be in five years? What do you, what's your 10-year goal? And we're talking about this stuff. And I'm like, I don't know if I can get it in five. It might be a 10-year. But for right now, that's my five-year. Five, yeah. And if you like, don't hit it, when you do hit it, you're like, all right, fuck yeah, now we got to do another goal. So. That's that's the thing, too. Like, while you're at work and shit's rough or, like, you get that, oh, I don't want to be here, but then you got to think, I have to be here so I can get to goals, my mark. Goals run me, though. That's, yeah. Like, when I wake up, that's the first thing in my Dude, mind. I, it's, it's good like, that, like, you're, like, you like, already have you already have that, but that's one of the reasons that we started talking about this, too, is one for, like, each other, but for other people to see that and like to have a, a road map for themselves. That should be your first thing in your mind, at least in my mind when I wake up. Yep. All right, what am I going to start? What am I going to accomplish in the first hour? Yep. What am I going to accomplish 10 hours from now? And when you're hitting them, if you're missing them, you're like, all right, I'm setting it too high. We couldn't do the whole rough today, but dude, I love going <laughs> to like a job site and I'll look at it. I'm like, I'm still new to all of it too. And then I go to bed and I'm like, yeah, we'll be done. We'll be done by today. And he's just like, "Oh, you think so?" <laughs> like the days that it happens, I'm like, "Yeah, I told you." Like, but like in, in a way, like it's like to each other. We're like, "Yeah, it's because like I like watching my dad too, where he's like, "This is what you're gonna do today," and I'm like, "I don't know about that, pops." Yeah. And then all of a sudden, five o'clock comes. And it's like, "Fuck yeah, we did yeah. all that." <laughs> Dude, I I love that because like. He'll set our baseline or something, and all of a sudden we'll get like blow it out of the water. And he's just like, "Well, I guess tomorrow uh, we can put some doors in." <laughs> it's like we just did way more than he thought. Yeah. Oh, those are the good ones. Yeah, that one job we did last week or the start of this week. He's like, "Yeah, this one's gonna take you a couple weeks." And then two days in, me and Matt are like. So what's next? <laughs> yeah, he's like he was talking about it for like two weeks. Big job coming up. Big, Big job. job coming up, and we get there two days, and we're just like, hey, we got it, dude. Next, it'll take us probably like two days to finish the whole thing because we have everything like everything is set, ready for the materials, and now like when it comes, we'll just. Poof. I can't wait. Like you love doing garages. I want to get good at those where like we sat, pour a slab, build a garage, and like. I can't wait for this first one Boom. coming up just to do it. I I, I like it because, like, I don't know, like, it's so the much. one thing I, like, I have to, like, 
get better at is like so when i was at smith like it was i could after i was on so many job sites you kind of were dealing with the same type of shit like if you were doing walls or like a demo thing like and you you work with the soup and like all right well these are like a b c and d has to get done before we can get to this well then they would just be like hey this is what has to get done well then i was able to be like i've done this before i just have to and then you could just boom fly through it like that's what I have. To, I'm like, I'm trying to like get better at like with you. Like, I'll watch you do something for a little bit, like, so I have an idea or like catch on to things. But then it's like, I don't like just like, what? Like when you were doing that door on Friday, I'm like, I could just like, watch how you do this, but I've seen it done, and now it's more just... of like pissing around with getting this one, the two by four out of there, like all that. And I'm like, I gotta like, I gotta do something else, like. I can't just stand here like so. I'm like Pat. Like, I what feel, needs to be done? I feel bad because I ain't training you, but I know you don't want to stand there. No, yeah, there's I like, I know you don't want to ask questions and stuff, but you're like, oh, I want to go do something. Yeah, I don't so, want to tell you what to do either. Yeah, like, so I, I just went. To, I'm like looked around. I'm like, like this shit. Need, like, there's a bunch of like trim and like plot. I'm like, this shit either needs to get the fuck out of here because it, it's gonna be in our way when we get to this room. So I'm like Pat. Like, what are you doing with all this stuff? And he's like, could throw i'm like all right i'm fucking throwing it away like and then i'm like what what else? Uh, i'm like do you want me to start like what are you doing in these walls you want me to mud these walls in like I'll, you want to get started on that i'm like yeah like i just need something like my day's gonna go better if you just fucking give me something that i can just go to town at so like dude the day flew the afternoon flew because it was just like all right i know what i'm doing like you're just mud in the wall. It's probably better you did leave anyways, because Pat gives me a thirty-six inch door to fit in a thirty-inch opening. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm just tearing shit apart. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, I knew you. This? I knew you were like, you're on like the edge, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm just gonna let him fucking do this door. I'm gonna go find something to do. Cause yeah. like I, I've seen you put him in. I had an idea of what the fuck's going on, but I didn't want to just be like. You know, you're rent- wrenching on this fucker. I wasn't just gonna be like, oh, I'm just gonna wait. You know. I can't, I can't do that. I fucking hate, like, when we have slower days and it's like. I'm a terrible trainer, though, so if you need to know something, you just got to let me know. Ask. Because... <laughs> my, like, most of shit, like, otherwise, I I'm... just had to see you do it a few times and I kind of, like, Otherwise, I, know... I just usually walk by after you screw it up and be like, that's not how you do it. This, yeah. This is what you got to fix. <laughs> yeah, which, yeah, that's, that's good, too, though. Like, is not, like, or, like, I'll do something. All right, Pat, Ben, like. Well, you you know, we do it like this. Okay, like, you just learn from fucking it up, too. Like, if I know it's something I can fuck up but we can fix, that's fine. But, like, say it's, like, a finished piece of wood. Like, if we were doing, like, the handrails and shit, I wouldn't just be, like, you know, like, fucking with it. Like, then I'm, like, all right, you sure? Like, yeah, like, eventually, like, I want to be able to fucking run two guns up there. And I would love to have somebody else up there throwing us like shit. Like that'd be the best. It'll all come. I don't. Push, yeah. I don't push anything because I've been doing it since I was eight years old. So I don't expect. Yeah. Much <laughs> from you I was right eight now. Years old. <laughs> yeah. Building houses since I've been like. Literally. <laughs> Literally, like since I could walk, I've been on a job site. So, I look at Matt and I'm like, oh, he kind of fucked that up. But I'm like, he's been doing it for six months. I've been doing this since six, I like could two walk. months. <laughs> so I'm like. I hate that It'll though. Like right. July, even, I started. I think the first week yeah. of July. Yeah. Even like pouring, like with you guys, it's like I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Like, I hate that feeling. Like, like I know, yeah, I know, I could like grab a boat float and just follow you guys. 
But I guarantee you that, like, we'll get to the bottom of it, and you'll be like, what the fuck have you been doing? So it's like, now I just stand there with a shovel, like, yeah, but that's fill holes. I... I'm like, I know I like, I know I'm capable of, like, learning it, but, yeah. like, who the fuck is going to teach you when everybody's busy? Like, no, that's, like, so that's what I like to do is, like, on get, like, slowly bring, like, you guys on to smaller jobs or it's, like, one or two of you or, like, because that's what we did with, like, Ben. That's what we're trying to do with Ben and, like, Kyle is, like, if you're doing smaller jobs or you literally have all day to finish the slab, you can be, like, okay. Here's how you yeah. use, here's how you use an edger. Here's why you're using the the mag this way. Mm-hmm. Like you know, when you do the edge, like take your mag behind you and wipe down that wipe down this little seam you left with your edger. Like here's how you run the bowl float. Like now when you're running the bowl float, don't fucking crank the handle and other you know, you're gonna lose yeah. a freaking ridge. Like it's like then you have time to do that. But on like the two jobs that you helped with they're big fucking jobs, and it's like I, I yeah. had you guys. Like I was saying, I had you guys there in case. Like yeah. all of a sudden, you got to run up to the top of the hill. You were brooming by the time we were even done finished, like done yeah. pouring. Like you have, like you have to have. Yeah, enough but there's so many times that. that I'm like, even with the two driveways we d- or the two driveways we did in Fox Lake, there's times where I'm like standing there with the shovel, and I'm like, what am I doing? Well, like I know it, like I know there's a hole there, but like nobody's there to boat float it flat. Yeah. Like, what am I supposed to do? Just drop a pile there and then just yeah. leave it? Like, what? So then so, you go down to the bottom, and then all of a sudden, like Duke's like, "What the fuck, you? Like, I need holes." And I'm like, "Go up there," and then it's like, I don't know what the where so the fuck to like fill in most, because like. The issue is, like, are that vibrator we have, like, the vibra screw we have now, it doesn't have a consistent vibration, and then it has too much vibration. The throttle's, like, yeah. fucked up on it, so I'm, I'm getting a new one of those. I was probably going to order that this week, but when you have a new one of those, like, it doesn't leave, like, a little, like, yeah. so what happens when it vibrates too much is it, like, will pull that cream up, but then the cream will settle, so then you get, like, a little ridge, and then you got to freaking go throw a little bit of creed in there or whatever to bowl float it in like when you have a nice vibra screed that just is con- has a real smooth vibration it's so dude i can't wait to get one of them because there's like you could do big jobs and it's so fucking easy like you have so much time because it, it leaves a nice thing of cream you can float it real easy like you're not rushing to do any like big jobs yeah you're gonna rush because like it's a 90 degrees out and like Mm-hmm. It's hot that's as fuck. Like, that's what I love about concrete is it's an adrenaline. It is, dude. Like, it's and fun. I'm an adrenaline junkie. Yeah. Everyone says you just adrenaline drives you in a concrete. It's like it's a rush. It's just yeah, because like, so you only have so yeah. much time. And when it's 90 degrees out, you might have one hour from the time yeah. that first stone hits the ground till you're brooming it and it's done. And then there's days like three, like we had three hours that we were able to work and finish that slab because it was 70 degrees out. It was cool, yeah. overcast. Like, those are nice, too, because then you can teach people shit. I like being able to, like, slow down, show guys, like, what's going on mm-hmm. because then when it does get fast, I don't have to be like, somebody get back there and fucking start. Yeah. I don't know how to edge. Like, <laughs> like, we're such a young crew, but when we get shit done, it feels so, it feels so good. And, like, we've done some pretty big jobs, like, I don't know, like, 
I would be like, yeah, yeah, we did that. Fuck yeah, we did that. Look at it. Like, go look in there, find some flaws. Like, if you know concrete, you might find one, two flaws. Like, I'd be like, oh, we could have done this edge a little better. But anybody else would be like, fuck, like, nice. Like, stupid saying it, but wheelbarrow and the other day, I fucking loved that just because it was fucking That does sound stupid. You're right. How the fuck do you like wheelbarrow? I fucking liked it just because it was that drive. Like, I was passing Kyle up. Oh, fuck. Because he was racing. He was racing. Yeah, he's racing. I love that shit. You make it a game. Yeah. I love adrenaline. Like, you make it anyone that knows me really good like oh, it's like man. you just fucking get into it i'm like fuck yeah it's like a game like yeah let's yes. see how fast we so can that go. was thursday night we had it was actually basically two jobs like two pours but we did it at one time it was a patio in the backyard and then um a slab next to the garage which was an extension of the driveway it was two trucks or whatever but it went it was a good day to do it because it was cool out and it, like we didn't the guy, the one guy's like, you got to get some more help. I'm like, for what? Like, I got two guys wheeling. What do you want me to have? Four fucking wheelbarrows? Like, you can't wheel. Like, you ain't going to be able to get them all in here anyway. Like, two guys, it was, I think it went per, it went perfectly fine. We had all day to finish the thing. Like, I don't care if the truck has to sit there for 10 minutes longer than he thought. Like, I'm fucking paying you. Like, you just let us do our own shit. Yeah, you don't worry about what we got going on. You're Who's getting paid. giving you shit, the driver? Yeah, he's like, you need more guys. I'm like, we ain't going to be able to go any faster anyway. Like, you can only fit two wheelbarrows next to each other yeah. in this lane anyway. I'll wheel any day. I love that. Okay, oh, hey, <laughs> so you signed up. <laughs> I hate wheeling. Not me. Like, well, Jason like... had the worst wheelbarrow ever, and we had to wheel the fucker for, like, 60 yards, it felt like. It was probably, like, 40 yards. But. I like anything physical, though. Anything that pushes me. So, yeah, we did that and then go to the gym after. Like, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. But we went to Pizza Ranch for dinner. That was bad. Hammered it, though. <laughs> Dude, hammered We were waiting it. for Jake to get off work, so we we're like, we'll go to made the... a choice to go to the buffet again. <laughs> and then we'll go to the gym after. <laughs> it worked for me. I'm still down right now. I was... 218 this morning that's the latest back event. down how yeah. much water weight do you think you hold oh malt well your body's 70 percent. i gained, I gained two pounds at the gym drinking it i like drink yeah. all my water when i get to the gym because i forget during the day so i like slam like a gallon of water and i'll weigh in at like 220 when i get there and all of a sudden i'll slam my water go jump on the scale i'll be like 222 i'm like all right now i'm where i'm supposed to be all right let's go normally i weigh in at like 147 148 the other day, I didn't drink any water all day long, and I went to the gym right after work and weighed myself, and I was like 143. Oh, yeah. Well, you think you, fluctuate you think that five can, pounds within water. Hours. You think that's all water? Because I, that that's the only thing I'm like, the next day, I was right back up yeah, to like water, 147, water. 148. I'm like, water. am I well, really? you're losing water right now just breathing. Well, I know that, but like that many pounds of water yeah, dude, your yeah. wa- your body is 70 percent yeah i'd say two to five pounds easy. easy i could yeah. fluctuate i could wake up five pounds lighter just wake up yeah just from your like body expending the energy just like i up. weighed in before the buffet it, i was like 218.5 or something we came back i was 224.5 just from going water and food powerade <laughs> and powerade and food i'm yeah. like are you kidding me that's the heaviest i've ever been but you probably put on two three pounds just in drinking fluids so are time. you trying to cut or are you trying to gain i, he wants I was to cut. gonna cut but 
then I told them, to what if you what if you cut like fat out and then just bulk muscle? Well, You'd like, be fucking scary, dude. No, no. <laughs> like, well, his thing now is look at so, him now. Like, I know that. Like, yeah, I already told him you're gonna start. Like, it's this is his fourth week. Like, yeah. I, I so, went in at two fifteen four weeks ago, and I weighed in at. Well, I'm right around 220 usually. I waited at 224 yeah. so four I, weeks in. You I can put get to like 250 and of he's muscle. Doing, and he's doing cardio twice a day. Yeah. And he's still putting on weight. I'm like, and he, you're not changing your eating up too much. But I told him, I'm like, you have to be in a surplus because he needs to get a good base. Like, he needs to put yeah. on some size first. And being so new to it, you might I- put on 10 pounds in a year of lean mass. So I'm trying to tell him, like, don't worry too. Like you're gonna get, you might be like looking a little chubby or whatever, but just get till summertime. Then do like a smaller cut so you feel like you'll start seeing like your shoulders pop out a little bit, like so you're leaner and like feeling better throughout the summer. But don't like being so new to it. I wouldn't try to like get shredded for the summer and then try to start like keep like a good size all year so that way next winter like it's easier like you keep your all like. You're kind of staying in a surplus for most of the year because that's how you're gonna put on size. And the way that we're like we're training, you're gonna you're gonna put on size. And then in two three years when you start cutting, you're gonna be like strong as fuck. You're gonna have good solid mass to you. Or then at two thirty you cut down to two fifteen or two ten. Then you're like okay, I see where the work like now you start sculpting. I really haven't changed any eating habits other than stop drinking soda and, and putting, taking protein, and I put on six pounds yeah. in 30 days. Six to nine yeah, pounds. Yeah, dude. I'm, like, like, I'm telling you, like... Jake's like, you're fattening up. I'm like, I know. It will a little bit, but... Protein, but you want that. It's worth it. It's worth it Where when you start to cut down, you're like, I just this hope is it all why. Comes yeah, back but you up. want that <laughs> fat will. to build the muscle. Yeah, like, you have if to. If you're just... Like, I can't build, like, building muscle for me is so hard because, like, I don't have that layer of fat You'd to have, begin with. Well, you don't have the cal. you're not eating enough calories. Well, I understand that, but, like, if to you, up that calorie intake. You'd be putting on a little bit of fat, but the goal is to not. But, like, to if you don't have a good base to start with, to build that muscle, it's harder to, like, be building both at the same time because it. I, I didn't eat like not in the day. I maybe ate a thousand calories all day just because I was so in my head after Pizza Ranch. I'm like, I ain't eating all day. So, so like day to day, you try to stay within a certain amount or whatever. So that way, at the end of a week, you're either in a slight surplus, you're at your maintenance of what you burned throughout the whole week, you and what you ate the whole week was the same number, or you're at less than depending on what your goal is. So you got three three choices. So like. After a week, well, then it's two weeks of it. Like, if all of a sudden one week you had a shit ton of calories and the next week you starved yourself, like, then your weight's going to, you know, like, you're trying to either just slowly keep doing this or do that or slowly taper off. Like, you don't want to do one. You don't want to do either one of them options fast. If you eat too much, all of a sudden, like, then you're putting on too much fat. You're not really gain. You're not, like, maximizing the amount of muscle you could have versus the amount of fat you pack on. That's also too why it's fun, like because it's like it's a game with all that shit, like how you're eating, like what you're, how you're hard you're working out, like that's why I really like it too, is because then you like you're pushing yourself in all different aspects, not only at the gym, but like oh, I have, like, 
I eat like a fucking horse right now because I'm trying to put on 15 pounds by February. Like I have to eat nonstop. And then there's times where I'm like, I don't even like, I don't want to eat, but I'm like, I, I have to. Or like, you're like, I'm going to get a little, like my biggest thing is I'm like, I got to like the, one of the leanest parts, like points I've been in years. And now I'm putting all this weight back on, but it's like, well, I'm going to lose definition here. Like, but in the long run, that's where like the goal in mind of like, yeah, I am going to get a little chubby, but I'm going to put on good size and then try to cut it back down again. Like, otherwise, I won't be able to put on size. Like, that, It's a game. I feel like I can feel that six to nine pounds, so like, it's like 50 pounds hanging on me right now. <laughs> like, I feel like it's hard to be even. Yeah, but once you're like, once you keep doing the lifts and you're getting stronger and stronger, it, uh, it just like it doesn't feel... Because that... 210 like if i'm doing dips with 100 pounds like that's where i'm like yeah but like all of a sudden i'm at 200 and if i'm real weak and i'm barely being able to get my like a plate on you know then it's just like if you build that strength it doesn't really matter how much you weigh because it does like it kind of correlates to i think i'll be able to shred it easy because i'm a very determined individual yeah you'll be so that's fine. why i'm not too worried about it you'll but be all right it going, sucks going into the gym at 215 thinking like yeah i'm gonna drop down to 205 and all of a sudden i punch in at 225 <laughs> a month and it's like what the fuck am i doing no you got like just have the long like that's why i keep telling you like you're just putting you're gonna keep putting on size like it eventually you're gonna come to a point where like you look at yourself and you're like okay like yeah like I'm 225, but I already feel and look bigger. Wait till you start cutting, and you're 210. You're like, oh, fuck yeah, like this is why. I don't even care if I get up to 230, 240, as long as eventually it comes oh, back it will. around to where I'm it like, will. all right, he's solid. Dude, that's the thing too. Like, you you have the build where you could get up to that, and it won't look like you're like out of shape. You know, like. That's why I'm telling you right now, take advantage of it, because the first year or two of lifting is when you're going to put on, like, the best size. You might put on 20 pounds in two years, but all of a sudden you're walking around at a lean 220. Like, that's a big fucking guy. I'm going off everything you say, because I don't know shit. <laughs> Just Ashley's buying me Sour Patch Kids to go to the gym. She's like, what the fuck are you doing? I thought you were going to the gym. I'm like, Matt told me to buy these. Dude, it's the best pump. The quick sugars, yeah. especially after working all day, because you have lunch at noon. You don't have nothing until 5. Sour Patch Kids and hydraulic. She buys mm -hmm. me, like, the biggest bag you can get to it. Like, oh, that's what I have. The, fi the freaking $5 for just a bag of them i'm actually running low i gotta get some more i was gonna go grocery shopping tomorrow while i was gone kyle seen that from across shopping. the gym he's like you're doing the whole program huh? <laughs> <laughs> i told dude kyle never really takes pre-workout and stuff he did it like one or two times and he loved it and i'm like combined hydraulic and some quick carbs dude like you feel like you're gonna rip your t-shirt that's the best pump i just feel like i can't even move hardly <laughs> Like, when you tell me to freaking go lower and shit, it's like, dude, I'm so swollen right now. I can't even move my arms. I love it. Like, you get, you just, I just, like, look into, like, all of a sudden somebody's like, oh, yeah. Like, or, like, Smat, he's always just like, like whatever. He gets, like, a pump, you know, because he's just like. It's cool seeing, like, his progress, too. Yeah. Like, dude went from 260 down to 225 he, the other day. He's loving it now that I'm in fatter than he is <laughs> he loves it 
I'll get there. It's the goal thing. You, you just just remember if, that eventually you're gonna cut. If it's a goal, eventually I'll get you're it. gonna cut, and you're gonna be like, okay, yep, I see what you're talking about now. Because if if you cut now, like you got a little bit of muscle mass, but all of a sudden, like you're like, ah, uh, you know, like you're not gonna be able to put on that strength. Like you won't be able to get as strong either because you're restricting your calories. And like right now, I just want you to get as strong as an ox and. That's the thing is, if I make it a goal, it's gonna it's gonna fucking fucking do it. (laughs) Yeah, that's like Jake's like, you do cardio on Sunday too. I'm like, fuck yeah, I do. Yeah, I'm doing my hour of cardio. It don't matter what fucking day it is. Like I knew tonight we'd be doing this. I'm like, I ain't gonna go home and do cardio. I'm fucking doing at four o'clock in the afternoon. I'm gonna do Do another half hour. Yeah, do it before you. That was, that was like whenever like we were gonna do this and like 75 hard. Like we'd always like make sure we pretty much did everything before we did this the only thing was sometimes we'd have to read the 10 pages or whatever at night or a lot of times we do it right before or like as i'm like writing notes of what we wanted to talk about jay would be sitting there like getting it done because he just knew like you got to do like you got i don't know you just you got to do it and then after that it's like it's everything's a breeze You want to grab me a... There's some whiskey Cokes in there. I'll take a seltzer. You should have seen Grizz hunting the other day. He did pretty good. He got 11 out of 12 of the geese. And we took him out teal hunting. Did some water hunting the other day. Before work with Bubba. We didn't shoot too many ducks, but he got his retrieves. He was fucking itching to go out there. I made him wait for like half an hour to go get one of the birds. Really? Mm-hmm. Was he whining? Well, he saw it, and he's just like looking at me, like shaking his head, like. Yeah. And I'm like, no. I'm like, and he's just like. Ah. He did a little like excitement whines, but I, that's why I made him wait until he stopped completely. Where I was like, all right, you ready, buddy? And then he would go. Say what? <laughs> He's so well behaved. Dude, he got a goose like a quarter mile retrieve. Really? He brought back how far Ben, that goose that he brought back? That was like two hundred yards. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was a long, long retrieve. Because it it uh it got like wounded and it kept on going and then he he like sailed out there. He went and got her. He's. I think he's gonna do really good this year. He's got her. We just keep on. I'll probably take him out tomorrow morning and do some running. I've been working uh the pond right here, so there's like the water, then there's another like peninsula on the other side. So I'll do like longer trees, and then he has to go. He has to go in the water, and if he doesn't, if he forgets where it is or, like, doesn't see it, he'll, like, like, if I blow my whistle, he'll sit or look. Well, he'll, like, pop his head out of the water, and he'll be looking at me, and then I just have to go back, and then he'll he'll go mm-hmm. back on the other side of the land, grab it, come back, doing, like, different ones, like, out of his, uh, out of his blind or, like, up on the truck. So, like, if we hunt water, I can put him on, like, a, a stand or a platform so he's not in the water. Do you, like, wash him every week? No, like, after he goes, like, in the water. Yeah. 
most of the time all I got to do is like take a towel and just like I take a big towel, scrub him dry, and then I'll take a little towel and then like rub his like his feet and face and like underneath here. Cuz so he, he, ne- he never like some dogs like stink. And you smell that. <laughs> like, like their skin and shit? Yeah. Like, or their hair. He never fucking... Or, like, you pet them and, like, then your hands kind of stink. Mm-hmm. He cum. never, like, has a stench to him like that. Certain well, not dogs. a stench, but, right like, a dog Right after hunting, smell. sometimes you will. Certain dogs with age and... Oh, yeah. When more he, oily. When he gets older, he probably will. I had a cocker spaniel. You could rub his hair and your hand would be shiny after it. Yeah. Like so much oil in his hair. Yeah, but he... He never, like, and he's so calm all the time, just, like, chill. Until you get him, like, dude, he knows what he's going hunting. Like, I like how he sounds so mean when he comes to the door. Every time he touches the hand, like, Rrr, and he comes around the corner and then tails wave. He's got a unicorn yeah. in his mouth, and he's just like, this. <laughs> he, oh, dude, when I get home from work, he's so piped. He's like, <laughs> he just rubs on you, like, oh, I haven't seen you all day. You should have seen Pat get bit by a little little squirrel dog this week. (laughs) A A Rottweiler, dude. A Rottweiler. (laughs) We told everyone we'd tell it was a Rottweiler so he didn't sound like such a girl. We were hanging the sheeting. (laughs) Well, first of all, it was me and Pat holding it up. Pat held it for about 10 seconds. He's like, we got to get the lift. I can't hold this thing. Ben's like, I'll hold the fucking sheet. And he just, like, grabs it. We're holding this sheet up. Four by eight sheet, like. We're just holding her up there so Pat can tack it up. Well, the lady must have, like, came out to check on us because we got, we got a little rowdy, you know. And I'm holding it. Ben's right over here. Pat's right over my head just about to fucking put the screw in. This dog comes running out onto the porch, dude. Like, runs up my bed. Doesn't do nothing. Runs over my Pat right in the back of my leg. He's like, Ah! He just starts yelling. <laughs> Nobody says anything. A second after it bites him, the lady's like, did it draw blood? Like, getting all, like, worried. <laughs> Nobody says a word. We're just sitting there, like, because it was just intense right before, you know, yeah. right before this happened. So we get attacked. The, <laughs> we're on, like, the second sheet. Kind of cools down a little bit. We're, I'm just like. Ah, ah, I just started, <laughs> I started yelling. Everyone breaks out laughing. <laughs> I had to break the ice a little bit. Like we were just like, Pat <laughs> just got fucking bit by this little dog. <laughs> Dude, there, we're we're at this house. There's a horse. <laughs> there's a, okay, so there's this like garage. Okay. Well, apparently this is where the horse stays in this garage, and then it's all like pasture out, pasture or whatever out there. We get there, and this lady's like, "I got this horse named Oli," and we're like, "Whatever, it's a horse." She's like, "We're like, is it friendly?" She's like, "Well, yeah." And there's he's, a radio going in the he's garage. He's really nosy. All of a sudden, she's like, "Oli," and he comes around the corner. This thing's like the Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> freaking horses. Dude, it had... You ever see them pictures of them cows that have muscles yeah. everywhere? Dude, this horse came out and it's like... It had like its shoulders. Yeah. It wasn't like really tall. Like It was like probably a little shorter than a normal horse. But just absolutely jacked, dude. And then you look between his legs. He's got a five-gallon pail hanging there. Dude... It's doink was like, <laughs> I, I describe it as a hundred pound dumbbell. 
we get in the truck. Like we're like, holy horse, dude. We get in the truck. Pat's like, did you see the cock on that? <laughs> oh, I was dying. Like that was one of the like you saw how huge the horse was, but then he turned and you're like, what is that? Like, and it's right in her garage. Like we walked out of sight of it where it couldn't see us, and all of a sudden the garage is like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> like the this- whole garage started shaking. And I'm like. What's that? And all of a sudden, the old lady's like, Holy, I'll be there in a minute. <laughs> I'm like, What? This thing's going to walk off with the garage. <laughs> Ben's like, It reminded me of the sandlot when that dog's in the cage. Just <laughs> she said, uh, One time, her husband unplugged the radio to plug in his boat to charge it. And the horse was just going nuts, slamming the garage. He went inside and he's like, Something's wrong with Oli. He's just ramming the garage. Well, she goes out there. Well, you turned his radio off. He listens to country music all day long. Come on. <laughs> Swear yeah. to God, dude. Swear. All day. It's like 99.5 or something. Just plays all day the long. This is pissed off. Unplug my radio. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> That's what he does. He just stands in the garage and he just listens to music. <laughs> what no. the fuck? He should be a stud horse, though, because oh, this yeah. thing is built like nothing you've ever seen. It's insane. Like, I asked the lady, I'm like, do you like stud him out? He's a, he's a Clydesdale. He's a breed of a Clydesdale, but a little smaller. He's giant. <laughs> How's work? <laughs> you want to get into that or what? Yeah, dive in. I might have just changed the whole vibe of this conversation. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, so we got two. We have two options. We can mask up, get vaccinated, or you can work somewhere else. Three options. That's, th- that's your three options right now. So everyone's like freaking out because they put numbers out. We got like twelve percent field workers vaccinated, like twenty or twenty-five percent shop employees vaccinated, and then and I forget how many are in the office. Maybe like fifty percent vaccinated and they want 50% across the board because we're losing business right now like if you go into a hospital and they require vaccinated employees we don't have the vaccinated employees we don't have the numbers to man your job so now they're pushing everybody to get vaccinated that came out Tuesday and I just I was pissed I was just like you you want 50% and you're at 12% field employees, you're not going to get it. You're not going to get it by just making us wear masks. You might get up to like 30, mm-hmm. but you're not going to get your 50. So what's next? Get vaccinated or don't work here is going to be your incentives. option. Incentives. Aren't they paying you guys to do it? Yeah. Like, so we're like paying people... Or you get, like, like half a day pay or something? Yeah, you get half a day pay, and then there's, like, a cash incentive of, like, 400 bucks or something between government and... Why is there a marketing campaign for this? Well, that's what everyone's saying. Like, if it... If it was that deadly, why would we be marketing it? Like, they say that 70-plus percent of the United States is vaccinated. My Mm -hmm. fucking ass. There's a political stunt. Like, I'm sick of that shit, dude. Like... Leave it up to the individual. If you want to do it, go exactly. do it. But like, why are you... Well, I, my thing is like, okay, 
every contractor is going through this. Are we going to have some contractors that are going to back what the employees want? Like, okay, clearly our employees have spoken that they don't want this. Mm -hmm. So either we're going to back them or we're going to back, like, getting this job and force the employees to get vaccinated. That's when, like, they talk about the union power. Well, that's that came out too. Is that like the the contractor can't they can force their own employees to get vaccinated, but if you're part of the union, then they can't force you to. Yeah, but, but then how at long? the same time, it's just like all these contractors aren't going to get the manpower. Then they're going to go to the union. Like we need to back, and this. then they're going to start paying the, the union, unions. Then they're the gonna unions are going to be like, we don't like if you like you need to get vaccinated, or you can't be in the union. Yeah. So that's what I think, like, the government's going to start going after the unions to say, hey, get va- get your people vaccinated, or are they going to stop giving them funding? And, like, so I can see this coming. Like, oh, yeah. It's, it's coming. And so my thing is, like, I went up to my foreman right after that. I'm like, why are we doing this? I looked at the CDC's website. There's no mandates. The local guideline, there's no mandates. So what, why are we doing this? Like, I want to hear it out of somebody's mouth that what their reasoning is. Because I'm like, I'm not going to just wear a mask because you tell me to wear a mask. When there's no benefit of me wearing a mask around my chin and you're not going to say nothing, like, not going to, like, the last time nobody wore them properly and you didn't say anything, so then why are we even wearing a mask? So then my foreman's like, well, I'm with you on that. Like, we're going to have a meeting. And I'm like, well, who's running this meeting? Because I want, like, we need answers. We don't need more smoke blowing up our ass that it's above me, it's above me. We need yeah. somebody here that knows the reasoning so when we have these questions, someone can answer them, not just, well, it's above me. My feet are held to the fire just like you guys. So he's like, yeah, we'll have, we'll have some representation there. So all morning I'm fucking stewing on it, and I'm like, this is... It's bullshit. Like, what the fuck is going on right now? Like, nobody's standing up for, like, everyone has the same opinion of, like, this is bullshit, but yeah, nobody's like, got more the than, balls more to, More than like, half of the people, you'd say more than half the people in there were, like... Oh, yeah. And then everybody that got the vaccine, they're like, well, I got it, but I only did it because, like, I don't want to wear a mask, or I just did it because, like, my wife got it, and she was on my ass. It's like... When is somebody going to, like, stand up and be like, this is bullshit? Like, so I'm just stewing on it. Like, somebody's got to represent the other side. Like, so I'm just thinking, like, what the fuck am I going to say to this person, you know? So finally the meeting comes and they bring, like, the top dog safety guy in. And he starts off, like, well, what questions do you guys have? And another guy goes... I don't see the benefit of a mask. There's no scientific reasoning. And he, the guy's just like, well, you know, you need to get the vaccination. And, then, like, I don't, like, why why wouldn't you get the vaccination? Just, you know, he's pushing it right off the bat. Yeah, right away. That was the first. Not even answering a question. Just yeah. pushing, like, the vaccination. And I'm like, oh, boy. We're in, we're in for it now. So we got the whole shop standing in front of this top safety guy and two more safety guys one of the safety guys is like a specialization he used to be like 
uh, a cop, so he's ran like a couple active shooter lessons, like to keep the peace. And he looks like a big bouncer, and he's just standing in the corner. Like I'm like, really? Like that dude? This is the representation we get. That's like, the thing, though. Did they did that? It seems like they would do that. You have, bring like, the active shooter guy in, like you to know. have an authority, yeah. or like. So then, like, the, like I don't know, the stone wall to be like. Yeah. So I made sure I was front and center. Like we kind of sat in a U, and I sat at the corner of the U. Like so, I'd be right there to these guys because I'm like I went into it hot, which I shouldn't have, but like I went into it pissed off. And so he's not answering this guy's question. Just gonna push the vaccine. And then another. Then like. I spoke up right after it, and I'm, I said, well, why, why is Ahern pushing a mandate, a mandate for all this when there's no other guidelines pushing it? Like, why are we going above and beyond what local guidelines are telling us? He's like, well, the CDC, we're just going off of what the CDC said. And all of a sudden, like, I'm like, you're not. You're not going off of the CDC's website. I just read it. It says it recommends this, and you should be doing that, and the local guidelines clearly say the exact same thing the CDC says. So why are we doing this? And he says, well, we're looking at the numbers, and what the numbers are showing us, and I'm looking at the ground, and I just go, exactly like that. Like, what numbers? Mm -hmm. You know you're going into a meeting. If you're going to tell me numbers, what are the fucking numbers? Don't just tell me we're looking at numbers, and the numbers are telling us this. There's no stats behind what you're saying yeah so what's the what is the reason then and i just went like just like that and the guy lit up dude he's like this a fucking joke what is so fucking funny and like i'm looking at the ground like shaking my head like all of a sudden i'm I'm like is this motherfucker talking to me right now and i look up at him sure shit like from me to you away like doing this at me what is so fucking funny you do do you not realize that my time's just as valuable and as yours is, and I'm supposed to be up here telling you I'm answering your question, and I'm like, you're not answering my question. What's, like, answer it. And he goes, what is so fucking funny that you can just sit here and just laugh at my response? And I'm like, and then I'm like laughing. And now I'm <laughs> like, I'm not laughing at you. Tell, like, tell me what's your answer. And this dude's like 6'5", 250 pounds, like heavier, like. But that seems like they used it as a freaking like. So then he's he yelled at me for literally at least 30 seconds to a minute of what is so fucking funny doing this to me from me to you away. And I'm just like looking at the ground like I'm not laughing. Now I'm now I'm pissed yeah. because I'm like, if I start back at this guy. That's on me. Mm-hmm. Like, I got to keep my cool. Like, I got to, I can't get emotional about it. And, like, my lips are, like, twitching. My Adrenaline. eyes are just, like, and I'm just looking at the ground. And from what other people told me, I just had, like, my fists clenched. And I'm just, like, standing there staring at the ground going, I'm not laughing. Like, I agree. I agree with you. Your time is very valuable. Yeah. You're making more money than I am. But apparently you have no fucking answers. Like, I'm just sitting there like, yeah, like, tell me, tell me. I'm not laughing. Tell me as I'm laughing. So now he's getting even more hot because now I'm actually laughing at him. So that finally he cools down, 
doesn't answer my question and goes on to the next question. And then this dude's like, his parents were immigrants from Poland, so he's talking about like how his dad's telling him that this is the this is similar to like how the Nazis came into power, like. And I agree with him. Like you can see the writing on the wall that yeah. they're just gonna keep pushing and pushing. They're gonna know, they're gonna know. use this. So the whole thing in Afghan, um, we're gonna get back to this. Like the whole thing in Afghan, I'm, we're gonna say this right now because we're gonna look back on this in three years and be like, "Fucking told you." Mm-hmm. They're gonna use this as their whole political campaign. The whole way they got in here, they're gonna use that till the day they leave. Mm-hmm. They won't even take answers on the whole Afghan thing. They don't want to talk about any of that. The first thing they go to is COVID, COVID, COVID. Yep. Always, oh, vax. We need this. We need. They run, they're just running. There's no leadership going on. They're running from all the answers. People are just sick of this shit. They're going to start tearing the country apart because people, pe- eventually, I think people are going to be like, no, we're, we're tired of it. We're, people are going to get vaccinated and stuff, but then what's the next step? I, I think there's so many people that are the silent majority that haven't said anything. Well, that, that was my whole thing is just like, Going it, into it, I'm just like, what, this switch there's is so flip. much, there's so many people that are the silent majority. And it's like what Andy says, where it's like, when, it's time that yeah. if you're in the silent majority, it's time, it's time to like, and it's start good, standing that, it's good up. that you said something because, well, my thing was, is that I got so fucking pissed when he was yelling at me. I didn't say another word that whole meeting because I knew that like, if now you, you're playing if emotions. You, if you can't control your emotions, which I couldn't in the moment, like I kept trying to calm myself down. But in a way you down. did because you, you furthered yourself from saying more. Well, there's a lot I wanted to say. But, but it would have been couldn't. emotionally discharged. But it, what I wanted to say was if I could have controlled my emotions would have been good things to say. Mm-hmm. But because I couldn't bring myself back down realize so then, that now well that's what i mean and now you know that there's going to be more of this yeah so you have to be able to realize that in the moment so when the time comes even if you just kind of go yeah this and then if you got to stop in the middle of it you might feel a little awkward gather your thoughts but then go again yeah like it's okay do do that because that other like you know that dude from Poland. It's gonna come off way better if you're completely respectable about it. People saw you like, and then yeah. you use like, okay, this is what I want to know. Yeah. Like, because he never answered anything. Yeah. So then that dude from Poland, he goes, he's getting emotional, like, where he's starting to drop f bombs left and right at this guy, and finally he goes. You just expect us to be a bunch of sheep following the shepherd. And this dude flipped the switch and starts screaming at this dude. If Tony Ahern tells me to get the vaccine and I'm a sheep because I go and get it, he goes, I am not being called a sheep. And he's like pointing at the guy. And I'm like, if somebody called me a sheep, I'd probably have the same response. But at the same time, you're only freaking out because you know he's fucking right. You know he's right. You knew I was right. And now you're just trying to strong arm people. That's, then, oh, that's, what, that's what I was looking for. That's why they brought those big guys in there to be like. And then I'm like, 
you motherfucker. Then, like, when he's yelling at him, then I was, like, back, in, back into it. Like, I'm about to fucking light this guy up. Like, not physically, but, like, yeah. I have so much shit I want to say to him, but I know that I can't. And the dude's screaming at this guy, if I'm a fucking sheep. And I'm just like, you are, though, and you know you are. And you know you are, and everybody else that got the fucking vaccine because they don't want to wear a mask or don't want to do this, even though they just go out and do it, they know that... That's, it's, they're playing on their freedom. Yeah, like, we need to fucking stand up for it. And, like, that's when Dude, I was like... Especially in the workforce environment. Like, every, everybody that got the vaccine is just like, well, it should be your fucking choice. And I'm like... Well, now's the time to stand up. Like, I got the vaccine, but it should also be their The people choice. that like, did it also have to, Yes, you're right. They need to stand up and say, look, it's the choice. Like, I did it because I chose to, not right. because I had to, because they're saying, we're going to take away your income if you don't do this. And that, oh, I, was just, I was just so lit up about it. The the dude screaming and then like he apologized to me afterwards and I'm you still said, fucking hot. You know like, what? It doesn't fucking matter. Like next time if he does that, you tell him right out. It doesn't matter. Like you didn't handle that situation the way it should have been done. You lashed out in front of me, trying to embarrass me in front of all these people. Like yeah, you embarrassed yourself doing that. Like what are you thinking? Well, that is not professional on their aspect at all. That's what I was thinking. They but came I didn't in there. Say just, it. I, and no, even like write this dude write it like you're making a speech when you go home one of these days you know it's coming again it's going to happen again you're going to meet with all these you're going to meet with everybody again or you're going to have to talk to them individually about it write down the things that you want to say so you're like your thought oh, process yeah. is there so when 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 you are talking about it all of a sudden you lose sight of where you were going because you're in the heat of the moment you can think back that mm-hmm. you bullet pointed five things that you know that you ha- wanted to hit. Yeah. And you, you'll, even if you can remember two or three of them out of five or ten that you had down, at least your case is going somewhere mm-hmm. and you're not just in there like playing yeah. on your emotion. Like that's what'll happen. I remember like trying to like when you make a project at school or whatever and you had to present something, it was like if you only had two things, usually you'd forget the second one. But if you had ten of them that you knew you had to talk about, as long as you hit three or five of them, you, it was yeah. It, it looked like you understood a lot more of like what was going on, and you weren't up there like thinking or tr- like trying to get through the thoughts. Like, that's that'd be really important in in a conversation like that. Yeah, but and yeah. I I just told him he's like apologizing. And I'm like, I know, I smirked. Like, while you were talking, and I wasn't giving you the eye contact as you're trying to answer my question, and that is disrespectful on my part. But at the same time, like, I told him, I'm like, at the same time, like, that it's not like I started screaming at you, and he's like, I know, I know, like. It already happened, you know, like it. Like, I don't. In a spot like that, in in an intense environment like that, for him to lash out like that, that's not good leadership on them. Like, you're supposed to be one of the faces of a Mm -hmm. multi million dollar company, and for you to come out and do that to, like, your employees, that is not professional. And then what I was getting pissed about was he's not answering anybody's question, and then eventually it just came around to you'd ask a question, and then he'd just basically tell you, if you don't like it here, go work somewhere else. And I'm like, really? The upper management of a company is going to tell that to their employees. When you know that work, like good help is hard to find right now, you're going to go tell 
good help. Like, if you don't like it, don't work here. Like, I think eventually you're going to see people going on strike about it. If you get an, if if you can get guys together to say, hey, we need to oh, yeah. start saving your guys' income for the next couple of weeks or whatever to get you through a month or two of work. If they have, like, if like, you're fine, like I know you're fine, but a lot of pe- the average person is not fine to do that. Like, tell them like, if this is something you really believe, like. You gotta put your feet your feet on the ground. Yeah. I mean, prepare for it. Like you it was, know, it's coming. Like, I, in a way, I feel like we're kind of like, like working hard now to like save. So when it does come, or oh, you can't do this if you don't have this. Like, I'm gonna try to weather that storm as long as I can. Like, I don't. I want it to be the choice of the individual. I, if you do it more power to you like if that is your choice go ahead do it but if like when the government's coming in saying you need to do this you have to do that fuck that like that's not how that is well that that is not how this country so the next morning my shop manager came up to me and like he apologized not only personally but also on the behalf of the company he's like first and foremost like personally like i'm sorry that had to happen like i brought him in i should have done this this and this like not only to stand up at the time, stand up at the time, but down. to get him in the mindset that there's going to be questions, yeah. not just how do I put my mask on types questions. Yeah. Like he didn't, he's like, I should have gotten him. People sure have strong beliefs behind it. That he's getting into like, he's going to get cornered. And also like in the heat of the moment that nothing happened. And then I'm like, well, here's the thing. And so then I laid out, like I said, I respect that when I walk in these doors, this is not my property, that if that if Ahern wants me to do X, Y, and Z, I'll respect it. But at the same time, I said, this is not a hospital floor that we all collectively signed upon that Ahern is in charge of our medical benefits of what we do. Like, yeah. this isn't a hospital. So if you're going to, if I told him, I said, if, they're going to come out and mandate a vaccine. You might as well just walk me out now and let me go start somewhere else because I'm not doing it. And I looked them right in the eyes and I said, you can't tell me that looking at their numbers right now, they'll ever get 50% just by trying to strong arm us to wear a mask. You're not going to get those numbers. They're going to find other ways. You have, you'd have to get like another three to 400 field employees vaccinated. Dude, but that's the thing. They're You're not going to get it. They're threatening your income and insurance, and the average person is not financially in a good spot. Well, that's it. And I told they, them, I said, that's why they're, they're not going to get that's it. That's why they're playing that card. And I said, you can't tell me right now that you can't see the writing on the wall that once they don't get their numbers, what's next? Everybody's everybody's got to be vaccinated or to work here. Get, yep, or you ain't getting a check. And I said, if they fucked up. It's not going to happen. They made it so political and are marketing it as such a major campaign. They fucked that. They fucked it up. They, when you make it political like that, you're just separating one side versus the other. Like it wasn't a betterment of the country, a health thing. Like well, that's what, I told them political. the same. I told them that too. I said, it's still it is. I political. said if if it was about the virus. Like they claim right now it is. Why is Aher not giving incentives to go use their gym? Why is there no incentives to 
be healthy, like some sort of like how Axe and Sledge does like their transformation challenge, yep. or like Andy give. He said he just talked about it. How uh, he gives a thousand dollars out if you can tr- out transform him. Like if you after the a certain amount of time. That's a thing are too. better than Andy, then he'll give you a thousand dollars. Why is Aher not doing something like that? If it's health, about health, health, and it's Kroner. about safety, you guys it ain't about that. You guys That's just came in and tried blowing smoke about how you care so much about our health. Why is there no health incentive? I go to the gym every day after work, and there's one motherfucker in there besides me. Yep. That. That's also like. Have you know so like one thing that I really don't like is in healthcare, how many nurses have you had that come up to you that are completely out of shape, like are doctors that are just you're like how yeah. did you let yourself get like that? And they're they're there telling you you need to do this, you need to, no like yeah. what how how can you be sitting there telling people that they need to go to the gym, exercise, walk for twenty minutes a day? When you ain't even fucking doing it yourself. Like, I think that's a huge problem that we have in this country. We, we've been, for years, like, we are known as obese. Over 50% of the population is obese. What happened? Dude, companies, oh, so many companies make money off of the fact that Americans are in shit health. Mm-hmm. Healthcare, pharmaceuticals, like, that's all they push. Like, if you look at the TV on, like, a general TV program, all... You're going to find at least one commercial that talks about take this medication for for your uh cholesterol or you're overweight, you can get surgery for this. Like I just saw a thing today, over 6 billion dollars in pharmaceutical advertisements last year. Where the fuck do people I asked Carly this, like she's a nurse or whatever. I'm like, "Why don't they ever push like go to the gym, take care of yourself, eat healthy, do like well that changes people's lifestyles." We we do that then then they freak out on you i'm not doing like who gives a fuck like that's what it needs to come down like mm-hmm. that's how you have to be healthy like but there's so much money in the in medical care in hospitals that that's what they're you know tell them to do this this they're gonna come back give them a pill for that we're gonna make money off that like it's a business it's a, everything's a fucking business and people are just so undereducated and fucking lazy to to push themselves and take care of themselves we run into so many people that can barely get off the fucking couch dude we see so many people when we go out to eat it's like how do you let yourself get like that i and those are the and then you get people that are in their 80s so that they're they haven't done any physical activity for 20 40 years like they don't take care of themselves they don't eat good like and then they get this yeah, they're going to get fucking sick mm-hmm. and probably die from it. Like, I think the biggest thing is people over the age of like 75 are the ones that are freaking dying from it. Like, let's look at those. That's, I, can't, I can't wait for years to come where we actually see some numbers and research on this. That's, we probably never get real numbers because there's so many people that, oh, you had cancer, but you had COVID. Oh, dead. Oh, count COVID. Yep, COVID death. Like, I stopped going for physicals and shit years ago because you got a 350-pound woman come in and see you at 223 on the scale and say, oh, you're obese. You need to lose 20 pounds. Yeah. It's like, and how much do you need to lose? No shit, dude. dude. Well, I was just talking to my dad about that. Oh, when you watch, I get like, fired up on that shit. You watch like the NFL, like their head coaches, like half of them are like 
fat, dude. And I'm like, I asked my dad, I'm like, how do any of these dudes listen to this guy? Like, how can you tell me to go, like, condition after practice or something, and you look like you just ate seven Train- cheeseburgers before the game? Like, Trainers in high school? Nutritionist? Yeah. How in the fuck? Like, how do you even have a job? There should be standards that have these jobs. Like, but the- then again, we have so many lazy people, we can't even fill the jobs that we have. And then what do you take? You take fucking pieces of shit. Like, we just did a roof for a guy, and I'm like, look at the size of this guy. My dad's like, yeah, he's the football coach for wherever. I'm yeah. Like, Are you? That's the football coach. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't. That stuff bothers me so much. Like, I get like there are times where shit happens where you're not in the best shape that you should be in. Like things happen in life. But there's where, a like, difference that between like you're in, a little like. You could yes. lose a couple, but you can yes. tell, like... Yes, yes, yep. But there's some motherfuckers that are getting wheeled around Walmart in a cart, and you're just yep. like, that is, like, 30 years of you not even... Giving a fuck about yeah. yourself. Yep. I don't, I don't think people realize when you start to have a sense of care for yourself and your own well-being, and just having the, the ego to, like, be self driven and fulfilled like by doing things yourself there's there's just a lack of that where people just don't give a shit so then they just goes it's just so it's such a slippery slope where all of a sudden you just stopped caring well then but if they actually felt how good they would feel how much more they would be able to do in life or get done like we were talking like for 30 years they people older people just sit in the recliner that's what they would get up make breakfast sit in the recliner sleep like that's what they would do for years and years. You have one shot at freaking living here. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Why? I don't get it. Like, I get depressed or anything like any other person, but I'm 10 pounds. I get 10 pounds overweight, and I look at myself. I'm like, it's time to fucking do something do, different. Yeah, yeah. How do, you, how do you get 100, 200 I think half of pounds it too overweight is... before Dude, like, we saw a guy at Subway the other day. I don't know how the fucker could walk. How do you just... And yeah. you could tell one, one besides just looking at like their body weight. Look at the kind of clothes they're wearing. Like look at their skin, like their facial expressions. You can just tell these are people that they just give up on themselves. Yeah. Well, then they give up on life. You just they they would rather just be gone. But all it takes is just a little bit to just push yourself to just see a little bit of result and just keep slowly going. Like once. Uh, worst it's, part it is, just seems so easy and like because that's how my mind works like the worst part is you're probably seeing him at the happiest point of his day right there yeah when he gets oh. like, but i think then half of them get on them like antidepressant anti-anxiety pills so it kills that whole like shame part of it yeah because like half yeah. of that when you feel the shame it's like well i'm depressed about like you need to do how, or like anxious about this like how i'm looking right now well, now, I'm taking a, now i'm taking a pill to kill that emotion it's like well that emotion should be there yeah pharmaceuticals though they prey on that i stuff, know dude. but they fucking prey on it that's where we've gone so wrong as a healthcare. so in one of my public health classes the teacher described it as america doesn't have a healthcare system we have a sick care system yeah we put you in that spot where all of a sudden oh it's a pill for this pill for that and we just tell you keep taking pills to keep taking medication not here, let's uh, take a look at your lifestyle. And yeah. This is the shit you need to change. I gotta piss.
So it's really a greed issue. It is. It's money, dude. It's money. It's a greed issue with every, everybody, really. I mean, every decision that's made is based off of, like, where I'm going to make a dollar, not what's right or wrong. Like, yeah, I get fired up about that kind of stuff, but. I feel bad looking at people like that, just seeing the potential that they could have performed yeah. in their life, and it's. And they don't see it in themselves, like. I look at that every day in myself, like how much can I do today yeah. to provide to the world, and then you got, you sit at lunch or you go to a buffet, and you watch all these people walk in, and you're like, you wasted so much time, and you don't even know it. Right. Like, yeah, they don't see it in themselves, and that's like, that's like half the reason that I get fired up about it is because you know that like, if they saw that in themselves and knew the potential that they had or even seen a glimpse of it, it wouldn't be a problem. But I think that like half of them either just don't care, or they've given up so far that they don't even realize a one grain of sand in a bucket like the potential that they could but possibly have because they're so how many of these people but i think a lot of it you got to look at like the people that they surround themselves with too like don't worry about it like oh you know like if everyone else is just soft then it's so easy for that person yeah, to think that whole... it's okay that like, you talk about mediocre like how we as a country like we we praise that mediocrity like just you don't have to push yourself. Don't like if those people are surrounded by people that just like are doing the same thing they are. They're in that comfort zone of like, oh, like this person did it. I I can do this or like, no, they don't. I've, they see people that are pushing themselves and are so successful. They're like, how did you or like are so fit or whatever. Like, how did you do that or like, I couldn't do that. That person's just abnormal. Right. They, they think, think it's that, abnormal because they're surrounded by people that just haven't done shit. Andy talks about that all the time where he's like, I always thought that like success was like something you're born with or like discipline is something you're born with and it's just like, well, I'm I don't have that. It's like once you realize that it's not something that like a magic it's fairy a trait comes you can to develop. give you. It's something that it's is just like any other skill. You ha if if you want to be a good baseball player, that people in the MLB aren't just naturally gifted great at baseball. They work every day, put in the effort to hey, become great. To... I've been pushing that too. Yeah. yeah, what are you doing? Well, we're in the middle of a podcast right now. I'm sure we could get a fourth individual. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah? Can you hear him? <laughs> yeah. All right, I'm on my way. <laughs> All right. We are just talking about you. <laughs> All right, we'll see you soon. No, I, hey, I got you. It's in the fridge. I got the stone colds. <laughs> All right, see ya. I've been pushing that, too, though, with my wife. I'm like, surround yourself, your five closest friends... At first, I was pushing her, your five closest friends are what push you. And she's like, I ain't changing my friend group. I'm like, you have well, to. Well, then, if you're not going to change your friend group, you got to push your friends to be better 
And you be the fucking You got to be the change. Yep. But if you see that they're not buying in, it's like you still have to have that and mindset. That's the like, thing, though. Like, there's people that we're hanging out with now that I never would have thought would buy in. But the right. more inconsistent you are and you show them what it's doing for you, mm-hmm. your friends, the people that are following, the light bulb will go on. Right. And that's why it takes a little bit of leadership. It's so. not always your friend. Even your baseball coaches and Little League and shit would preach to you, be a leader. When you go to the mound, be a leader. If you want to be a pitcher, be a leader. And yeah, but it's also hard. Like, iron sharpens iron. Like... If you're the only one, yeah, but sometimes you still need like somebody there to. But like, like that, he could be the iron, yeah. like, iron to her. Like right. that's why I like relationships too. Like if there's nobody strong in the relationship, the relationship is likely just garbage, or just not going to work, or it just won't have a spark to it. It's just a, you know, it's just blah, mm-hmm. right? Like so, for him to be that iron, sharpen her. Yep. All it takes is a light switch, and one of those one of those girls to just be like, "That's the only look way. what they're doing." That's the I only can way do that. It's gonna like, get better. Yep, is mm-hmm. for me to push her, yep. her to push her friends, her friends to push her friends. If you don't keep doing that, the whole world's gonna become right. three hundred fifty yeah. pound people. Yeah, don't lazy do as fuck. Don't care. Like, like, uh, dude, I say it all the time, almost every episode. Like that is the point of this. Like one person at a time, and. Like, the more and more we do it, I hate when we fucking miss because you know that there's always somebody that you're connecting with. They're sharing it. There's they're changing something. Like there's so many people that listen to it. Like there's not a ton of people that listen to this, but at least 50 people that listen to this that are slowly changing themselves and eventually you're going to have a little bit of perseverance for themselves to push somebody else mm-hmm. to do it and then it it's just going to snowball. Like Seth and those guys, it took them a year before all of a sudden, now look at dude. Mm-hmm. They were like a couple people would watch it. Every, like, there's so many people. Like, you look at the fucking hat and shirt Ben has on. Yeah. Like, look at the shirt I have on. Like, yeah. your hat. Like, dude, <laughs> like, that's what I'm saying. Like, we can do the same thing for people. And, like, him doing that for her is her, like, her reaching out and doing it to other people. Mm-hmm. Like, all of a sudden, it doesn't work. But. Maybe two people connect and they follow on. They jump on that train. Even if then they run into somebody else. But even if it just puts that thought in your mind of just like, I can do better. I can be doing so much more. And even if it's just like, just planting that seed so that you start recognizing that bitch voice in yourself. Dude, I wish Jake was here right now because I know so many times he would be like, I want to be. I want to be like Ben. Like, like he just sees like Ben had like when he does something, it's a drive to. Do it, do it good, get it done. Like, move on, next. Like, mm-hmm. what's next? What's you, next? Like, you can see it in Ashley, though. Now, even when she wakes up in the morning, she's like, Did you go hunting? No, I was doing cardio and I'm mopping the floor or something. She's like, She just smiles, like, What the fuck are you doing? Like, <laughs> Dude, just keep planting then, it, though. It's just and a then, seed. And then she, like, takes a pill. She's like, uh, It didn't really do nothing for me today. I'm like, Well, just keep doing it. Keep like, trying. Just keep like trying. Little, like walk. Like like eventually. She sees it. Yeah. She sees the change. She's like, I gotta try this. Like just, some spark in here. I do. I just noticed in the first week of it, like when you come to work, it's just like I can tell if you're up early getting shit done because it's just a whole different vibe. You probably see the same. Like when I'm, like, I'm damn near late to work now. Like I used to get to the shop a half hour early, but I don't even want to waste a half hour. It's like I got so much shit I can do at home right now. Like. 
Oh, I love. I that was my. It still is my favorite. Like when you get there and have, like, you know everybody else is up doing shit too. Yeah. You're like, all right, let's go. And then you kill like a hard day, like a hard day of shit, and you're done, and you're like, I don't know. The last two, three weeks, well, probably like four weeks. That's why we haven't really got a podcast. Like every day, it's just it's all goal. Go. All I can say is start with goals. Start every day. We got it. We're gonna. We're gonna. We could act. We could make this into two. I think that's what we'll do. As soon as Jake gets here, we'll we'll start a new one. And then we'll we'll go from there. I think that'll be very goal oriented conversation. Anyone that's so. listening and ain't is wondering what to do, start every day with a goal. Some, you start win the with day. Some, something that's achievable. There you go. Something yeah. that you can achieve. Something yeah, like Andy talks about that too. It's like you're not every day. You're not setting a goal of like I'm going to become financially free. Well, that's not going to happen in a day. Yep. You're winning the day starts with like. I'm cleaning the toilets today, or I'm going to go mow the lawn today, plus do this, this, and this that are 100% achievable. Shit you know that should have been done a week ago, and then you just... Yep. And you start catching up on it, and then you get into, like... Like, they say, like, making your bed. If you like, make your bed, it just puts you in a productive state state of mind. I think it's because so many people just don't do it, and yeah. all of a sudden they do it, and they feel accomplished, and they're like, I can do... like. I can do this. I need right. another thing, another thing. Like whether whatever the goal is, like Ben was saying, just have a goal. It does not matter what anybody else has to say about no. your goal. Like it does it might seem fucking ridiculous to them. Like mine, I guarantee I tell you right, I will have a GTR. Like I will drive a G that would be my shit. Like I want a car. Everyone's like, why don't you buy a car? Like I don't need it now. I like Now's not the time, but I know that that's ha- like you've talked to people like you think you think he's gonna get a GTR. Yeah, yeah, I'm fucking determined that I will have that. Like I've thought of that for the last eight years. Like I know it's gonna happen. Could I go get one? Yeah. Is would that be fucking stupid because that would set me back from different goals that I have? Yeah, but it's because I have the different goals in mind where it's like when the time's right, it'll happen. Yeah. Whatever your goal is, like if it's like. Buy a vehicle, pay your house off, get, buy a house, fucking buy a house, stop renting, like whatever it is, like lose five pounds, like you have to have something, like, and then when you have that, so when you have that goal in mind, you need to dissect it into multiple steps. If it's lose 10 pounds, you're not just going to lose 10 pounds because you said, oh, I have a goal of losing 10 pounds. No. It's not going to happen in a day. Sign up. For the gym, yeah. Set so and part, if, if, set a date for like when you want to accomplish it. If you want to lose fifty pounds, it's not like today I'm going to lose fifty pounds. Well, it's like <laughs> today I'm going to go to the gym, and that's on my list to win the day. Go to the gym now. Tomorrow, that go to the gym is going to be fucking on there, and unless I check it off, I didn't win the day. And you put you keep dissecting these long term goals into like a short term steps, baby steps, step. Small into small you, goals, and you then compound, every day. Yep, you compound all them small wins. It was funny starting at the gym 30 days ago. I mean, I ain't no big gym junkie, but talking to a few friends, I'm like, I don't know, in 10 years, maybe I'll have my own fucking gym, and I'll have all... It yep. might even just be a garage gym for my buddies, and they're like, you're fucking nuts. That's 100 grand. I'm like, and it's 100 grand. Let's fucking do it. That's my goal. Like, <laughs> I don't give a shit. That's one of them goals. It's a long term, but it's like... 
fuck it. If I like this, this is what I'm going to fucking do. I'm going to own a fucking gym someday. Dude, it it just seems so crazy to me because so many people just don't do it. And then they're like, why the fuck would you do that? Or like, why are you doing that? But then we've said that from like day one. You wait five years down the road when everyone's like, how'd how'd you do this? That's not me being arrogant. It's just studying people that do it and have done it and are successful with it. And you just, the blueprints blueprints are there. You just got to have the determination and the drive to do it. Discipline. I just hope someday when they say that we can say, go back and listen to it. I do. Go back and listen. I can't. No, no. (laughs) Not, I hope, no. I not hope. Someday. (laughs) We're recording our our groundwork right now, and you're gonna be like those idiots. Like you just want, just wait. Like I, I could say that every I like day. That. I believe in myself and my friends so much that. Well, I that's bu- why, like, fucking wait. when you said it's not me being arrogant, it's like that's you being confident that you've set the groundwork in place already. That you oh, yeah. know that it's there. Because if you were arrogant about it, you'd be. I'd be sitting here thinking like. All right, that's great that it's going to happen, but what have you done so far yep. that's going to make me believe it? Oh, so yeah. now sitting here, you saying that, it's like, yeah, you're right. That's a very confident thing to say, but it's not arrogance because you've seen, you, I've seen you've the seen, past how many years yeah. of you working your ass yeah, off. Like, it, unless you just stop doing what you're doing, yeah. you're going to have, which then you'd have like, how many people on your ass, like, <laughs> what the fuck are you doing right now? That's what I love. But, too. Like, confidence drives me, like. Yeah, being confident. I relate everything back to baseball, but I have coaches that are like, when you're in the batter's box, confidence. You're dreaming of hitting that ball over the fence. When you go to the plate, you're not imagining striking out. You're imagining you're hitting a double. You're hitting. But a you can run. do that because you know you've put in the work <clears throat> to leading to up to me standing in that batter's like, box. So like in, pra- in practice, you're thinking of that. You're like, you're thinking of those three pitch innings mm-hmm. where like, all right, like. I've done this. Like, I'm going to do this. Like, like Conor McGregor, that like, we talk about him, like, he'll sit there and he'll tell you, I'm going to knock him out in the first round. Like, he'll tell you, because like, he just visualized it he, and he puts the work in, working on that specific move or whatever. Like, so when the time comes, it's game time. Like, there it is. Like, that's and that, like when Jake gets in a, a situation at the bar, he's like, How do you get me out of that? I'm like, It's confidence. When I go in there, and I see this guy fucking wanting to pick a fight. I just walk up there like, hey, motherfucker. Ain't you're going to beat up my fucking friend tonight. Yeah, ain't and happening. And 99% of people are going to be like, even me, when people show confidence, when they come up to me like, I'm going to kick your ass. I'm yeah. like, oh, boy, this guy, and people, this boy, you yeah. know, he might have it. Yeah, Cause just because they're like, look. <laughs> just because like, they're confident. It's, you, confidence is everything. You pick up subconsciously confidence over arrogance because you know a lot of arrogant people that could go up to you and say that but you know that if they're Push just spewing you a yeah. line of shit like you're all talk and no show but when you're confident you know that you've put the groundwork in place for you to say these statements and then you're like okay like dude the one thing that I, I also love is like i can't be arrogant about this stuff because like you said, if I just stop doing stuff, somebody's going to call you out on it. And it's going to be one of your actual friends. It's not somebody that is just, oh, you don't do shit. Because there's people that are like, oh, yeah, what the fuck have you done? But I'm looking at them like, you don't even know the shit that I, like, 
12 to 16 hours a day, the shit that I will continuously do while nobody's watching, just because like I'm so driven to get to there, and the fact that you're telling me, oh, you ain't going to do this or you don't do that, the next fucking day, you next month, I'm going to take that and be like, every time, be like, yeah, you you just fucking wait. You just wait. That's what yeah, I that drives notes. you, dude. When, I send notes. You know, you know when I laugh. That, like, when, people t- when people tell you, like, laugh at you about, like, you ain't going to do it or, like, kind of knock on knock on your confidence or, like, knock on your goals, then it just drives you, dude. Like, oh, you motherfucker. The, just the worst is when the, when the people that tell you that don't have shit or haven't done shit. I'm even, like, tenfold, tenfold. Like, you got me there. Like, boom. Like, let's go. There he is. That's like even when I'm on the treadmill, I'm still sending snaps to all my close buddies. Just like, do it. So you know I'm doing this. Yeah, right I just so you know. Yep, I I'll do that too. And then it, like it gets the other. I don't per- even care if you care, but I'm sending it, it gets, just so you know. It gets the other person to be like, I got to I got to push myself yeah. more. I got to do more. All right. Well, close this one out. Yeah. We'll record a new one. Uh, we're gonna start another one. There should be at least two plus hours of good solid content. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um. All we ask you guys, uh, like if you're on YouTube or whatever, like it, subscribe to our channel. We're we're almost at the numbers that we we'd like to consistently see. So uh, share it with a buddy. Um, Spotify, Apple, uh, podcast, and YouTube. YouTube our top ones. Follow our Instagram. Don't want to hear. Uh, if you're listening or whatever, share it to your story. Just all we ask is uh, if you Take are us in it. Yeah, if you Let are listening, know. just. Let, let us know that you're listening. Give us some feedback and uh, continue to share it and continue to listen. We hope that uh, we offer you guys some solid content and you can take it and run with it and keep on pushing yourselves.